was talking about Brian Cox. Do you we watch were. Succession? I haven't yet. I know that you're like a real head. I'm an evangelist. Yes. Sell me on it. I'm already like mostly sold, but like give me your pitch. It's like to the a, listeners too. It's like a cross. Yes, listeners. It's a cross between like the politics and like sort of grappling of like a Game of Thrones. Great. The family dynamics of like. I don't know, like a six feet under or something like that. Arrested Development. (laughs) And like the business dealings of like a billions. So it's like obviously about a big family. It's sort of like a, um, oh gosh, who's the guy that's like... like, Rupert Murdoch Yeah, like Rupert Murdoch type of figure. Uh, And he's like supposed to be moving on and retiring. And it's all about like who's going to take over the throne next. And they're all, the characters are all just absolutely fucked. Um, And there's like this weird push and pull between like you feel terrible for them. And, but they're also like really bad people and like really bad things happen to them. And it's amazing. Great. And everyone should watch it immediately. Stop this podcast. Watch Stop what you're doing. We'll still be here. We'll be here waiting. Yeah, whatever. We'll we'll always be here. Just, um, just go do that. That wasn't what I wanted to talk about, really. I just, <laughs> I was just curious. We were just talking about Brian Cox. Love um, Brian Cox. He's fantastic. Um, what I really wanted to ask you is, do you do any impressions? Oh, do I not? I not really. I haven't in a long time. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I would do a lot of Austin Powers, mm-hmm. and it was like the shittiest Austin Powers right, you could imagine. Course. Like, yeah, we were all doing a nine year old <laughs> doing. I saw that movie. That's like the story of my childhood. Is like. I had like a comedy awakening when I, I was shown movies way too early in life. Same. That somehow didn't scar me. Although who yes. knows? Yeah, they who knows? might. Yeah, yet to be seen. They might have. We'll I might be see. fucked up, but I don't, I don't even realize I don't it. Know. It's like the people who were like, "I was bullied and I turned out just fine." Buh. Right. Like, right. It's like, did you? Clearly not, sir. <laughs> but I saw Austin Powers in the theaters, and it came out in '98. Uh, I was yes. nine years old. Yes. And there's like a lot of this is so many dick jokes, like so, so much stuff. Many. And I remember my mom. Dying laughing. Really? And me, and she she always told me, she's like, you were always interested. I kept leaning over and go, now, why is that funny? Yeah. Explain to me. Yeah. Because, like, it's like a two melons in front of her boobs. And right, I was like, exactly. explaining it. Like, God. Huh, okay, right. inter- okay, okay, interesting. Interesting. Logging that But the away. whole, like, oh, behave, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm Randy. But I it was less of, like, that. a good impression, more just like, I was a small nine-year-old kid, and it, yeah. could get, and and it, it would land on adults. Absolutely. You gotta laugh. That's so funny. I, I've, have we not talked about this before? I feel like I have the exact same experience. Like, I watched it so early, too. I don't think I saw it in so theaters. So good. So, it, and I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious. And also, like, didn't catch a lot of the, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, like, nuance jokes or, or just, like, adult jokes. Yeah. And, right, I would do the same, same like, I'm Randy, baby. Do I make and, like, you horny, baby? People would just die. And yeah. I'd be like, well, uh, yeah, that kills. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So easy. Um... Yeah, that airplane. Push that door close. Yeah, you got it. That. I'm trying not to slam it. Listeners, apologies. Good, oh, good. We're good. We got away from me a little bit. Okay. Nice. Great. Um, yeah, that airplane and Animal House mm. were ones that really mm-hmm. were big mm-hmm. on me, and like I saw way too early. Yeah. Two of those three, I think, hold up. Animal House, I think, does not hold up as much. I don't Especially think so, in the right? Me Too era. <laughs> really does not it's hold hard. up. I There's mean, some tough there's realities some tough... of that movie in the world of that movie that's how i feel about like i also watched my family okay so we bought a lot of those like bargain movies right you know Great. like the bargain bin movies they all it was always like three movies in yeah, one yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so we bought this like adam sandler like three three oh, no. for one like billy madison Happy Gilmore, and like water boy or something like that um and and yeah i mean same like 
I don't think that Waterboy Water especially. Waterboy. I love I loved that movie. As I love I, I was quoting it yesterday. I was like oh, Vicky no. Valancourt. <laughs> like we have yeah. foosball. I don't I mean, like confrontation. I'm a Voigo. <laughs> I'm a Voigo. Who told you you was a Voigo? <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. So, but right, it's like movies that I feel like if I watched today, I would be like, yeah, but I never, I would always quote movies and I still quote movies. I have pop culture references lodged in my brain and my brain is the such that like makes connections through weird different things and I'm constantly thinking of things in my head. Sure. And like I, I, my parents are like, you, you have a movie quote for everything. And I'm like, I really do. Like literally tell me a word and I will be like, immediately this reminds me of this. I feel like that's. Like, improvise your brain. Like, you think of A to C, kind of this, this sure. reminds me of this, reminds me of this. The problem with it is, um, well, I wasn't a very good improviser, is that all my A to Cs were, like, really personal. Like, oh, this reminds me of this one line from that Eddie Murphy movie, I Spy. Oh, like, it's yeah. all, like, inside yeah. jokes and little references that, like, no one else no is going to get. Understand. But, like, for me, it all makes sense. Right. But I never really did impressions. I can do accents, kind of, but I never was, like, here's my George yeah. Bush, here's my whatever. I was like, you, know. you are good at, like, American regional accents, I, I feel like. You know, well, like you. like the New York and the Boston and, like, the Southern. And I like, love like a Boston that. accent. I, I just adore a good New, New England you just accent. You gotta fucking get into it, you know? <laughs> I feel like the fucking thing about the fucking Boston accent yeah. is, like, it's kind of, like, it's all in the nose. You yeah. You're gonna pack your can, have it, yeah. yeah, yeah. It isn't just that, but it's more... That and Scottish are the two accents that I can't do without saying fuck over and over again. Sure. Because sure. you gotta lock into it. Like, just like Scottish, you gotta fucking lock into it. Wait, you got it. What the f- Like, and then that's horrible. It's like, sit in your fucking office, it's a fucking right. Like, you just can't, like, you not you can't not say, like, same thing for Boston. I'm just like, yeah. You what know the what? fuck is this fucking shit? Fucking Brady fucking gonna throw a fucking pick six? Now. I've been waiting for the fucking green line for fucking five fucking minutes. <laughs> oh, it just kills me. <laughs> and it's like not good, but I just but love I, it. I just love it. Um, fucking Tommy from fucking Quincy. Tommy. You know what accent I wish I could do well that I feel like is is it's not as like I feel like a Boston you can sort of do heavy handed and yeah, like, it really, still lands yes. and it's, yes. it's funny. But the accent that is hard, I think, is the Philadelphia accent. Yes, that and like Baltimore, the like yeah. mid Atlantic. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, people, it's, Wooder. Think, Wooder is like how you like yeah, it. Yeah, Wooder. yeah, yeah. Because Tina Fey is from Pennsylvania, I think, and she does a really amazing yeah. Philadelphia accent or like spent some time there or something like that. So does Nick Kroll. Yeah, yeah. So does Nick Kroll. So I'm always like in awe of people who can do that one. Yes. Well. Yeah, Baltimore. He's yeah. got a Baltimore accent. You, you know, he's going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Them Orioles gonna do okay, you know, <laughs> Donnie. I, I, I can't lock into it. When you hear it, there are people who can do it, and it's amazing. Yes, I'm, I'm one of those people who like I can probably do an accent if I hear you say it first, and then I can mimic it. I've always been a decent like mimic uh-huh. uh, back back to people, but I can't just like at, off the top of my head um, come up with an accent. I feel like this has been a topic on the show before, but like you grew up in and have lived in the South all your life? Question mark. I yeah, thought, yeah, and you don't. It all sound like you're from Tennessee. Yeah, no, I get that all the time. No, I don't. Did you at one point? I feel like this is listeners who've been like, who've been, who, the one listener who's been binging the show for the past three days has been like, yes, they fucking talked about yes. this in episode five. <laughs> um, uh, oh, did I ever have an accent? No. Okay. No, I did not. Can you lock into a Southern accent? Can you do like a Murfreesboro, Tennessee? Yeah, absolutely. Welcome to Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Um, it's the home of the Raiders, the Blue Raiders. Um, our are, mascot is a Pegasus. Our mascot is a Pegasus because it used to be Nathan Bedford Forrest on the <laughs> horse. Oh, no. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's called the Raiders. Because he, he would raid 
fucking plantations. <laughs> All right. Um, why blue? Why blue? Oh, I have no idea. Wait, your voice went. Well, what happened? <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm back. No, I never had a. I never had a southern accent. My mom is is was from all over. She's a like an Air Force brat. And, Got it. Um, and my grandparents are from the north, are from the Midwest, uh, Got Ohio. It. And okay. So yeah, I just it just never yeah caught on to me. People ask me if I, why I didn't have a New York accent, and I'm like, yeah. a I grew up in Manhattan. That's that, that's like a different world than like I didn't grow up sure. in like fucking Queens, you know. Sure, sure. I didn't grow up in the Bronx. A and B, like my family's from the South, so I grew up hearing mm. Southern accents all my life. That's true. Yeah. But even all my friends who grew up in New York, whose parents have New York accents, don't have it. Perry has a a bit of one. Some words that he says. Is there a Jacksonville accent? No, oh, no, no. Because no, he's, he's from he's famous from Long Island. Yeah. So yeah. He, so every once in a while, there there are words that he that he says. Oh my god! Just like. <laughs> His mom has a pretty serious New York accent. It's though. so soothing to me. Yeah. I love. That's how I feel about Southern accents. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like some people I, find Southern accents like grating and like makes really? it sound like stupid or something like that. But I, I think it sounds like home or something. Yeah. Well, my dad lost most of his. He's a lawyer in New York City. And he kind of, because of that, kind of decided to lose it. Yeah. Because of, I think of some of that. Yeah. Um, Whereas my mom never lost it and sounds like she's still from Alabama, middle yeah. of rural Alabama, which is where she's from. But, yeah, still has that thick accent. Yeah. And people ask her all the time at restaurants, like, I, where, I, I love your accent. Where are you from? And she's yeah. like, I'm from Alabama, but, but I've lived here for over 40 years. Like, <laughs> good. It's good to clarify. I'm a New Yorker. It's good to clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I just love people who can do impressions and accents really yeah, well. Yeah, sorry, I can't really dive into one right now. No, that's so funny. I don't fine. really have any, like, people that I do. You know who does amazing accents is that new girl in SNL, um, Chloe Fineman. Okay. Um, I need to watch SNL. Well, yeah, sure. Watch SNL, but, like, specifically specifically her. Like, just go to her Instagram. Okay. She does, like, she does videos oh, of her doing impressions. And she's just so good. Yeah. Um... Yeah. yeah like, I love the old days of SNL. Like, Dana Carvey was super influential on me as sure. a kid. Phil Hartman would do Clinton amazingly. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I was like, I love that. Yes. Perry didn't know the story about Phil Hartman. That he died? Or his wife killed him? Yeah. Yes. His wife sad. killed him and then sad. killed herself. It's yeah. terrible. I know. We were watching um, Jingle All the Way around uh, Oh, was he in that? Uh, yeah. He plays the neighbor. Okay. Um, anyway. Never seen it. And I was like, oh, no. Like, every time I see Phil Hartman, I'm like, oh, I love him. Oh, no. Yeah, Gary was sad. like, oh. Oh, happened? no. I was like, oh, just Google it later. That was that was in How This Get Made. They did the Superman 4. And they mentioned Christopher Reeve and Jason Manzoukas facetiously. was like, wait, what happened to Christopher Reeve? And they're like, oh, no. He's like, oh, no. And he's like, think of it. I haven't seen him in a movie recently. Oh, that's awful. Oh, no. That's awful. Uh, well, you know what's not awful? What? This podcast. That's right. Welcome back, everybody, to The Ethical, ethical butchers. butchers. With a Z. Well, I thought we were doing, like, Ethical Butchers, and then I saw that you kept singing on Butcher, so I was like, Ethical Butchers. Oh, just to, like, keep... Okay. I gotta keep something going. We it should. It should've, we should have um, spelled it with a Z on the end. That is... that that, that That's a really great point. <laughs> Yeah, it's called Butchers. No, it's not. That's like, have you seen Rock of Ages? Um, no. Okay, we're going to pause the podcast and Lena can watch Rock of Ages. Okay, great. All right, we're back. We're back. (laughs) Wow, what a great movie. It's it's wild. It's so much. It's so stupid. 
Like, right off the bat, it's bad, but it's really fun. Is this the, like, Tom Cruise, yes, Julian Huff? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's a musical that was on Broadway first, yes, then was then, then was a movie, movie, and it's based, like, the, mu- the music is all, like, 80s hair metal, like, butt rock, like, Poison, okay. and I remember that. Bon Jovi, here I go, it's all that shit. Sure. And it's just, it's hilarious. But it's so... I consider that butt rock. I've heard that term before, and that might not be the right definition of maybe, butt rock. Maybe dad rock. D- yeah. I've heard the term butt rock mostly from butt rock is Gary. I thought butt rock was like hair metal because they had like really tight pants. I thought butt rock was like um, like Nickelback. Oh really? We're gonna have to Google this I, right I just, now. I need to Google it because there's... Nickelback, by the way, is is doing like a touring. Like I saw a big poster recently here in Nashville. They're gonna be like Bridgestone, and I was like, oh no, Nickelback. Oh no, with you're Stone right. Temple yeah, Pilots. The hair bands of the eighties and. It was 90s. called butt rock. Okay. Man, I hate that though. But I like uh, I, I like butt rock isn't necessarily a negative term. I like yeah, it's like Motley Crue and all that shit. Guns and Roses, Guns and, and GNR, all that. But that's all what the songs of Rock of Ages are. Yes, okay. And and there was a moment when like this one, like the main like lead young guy, gets picked up by played by uh, um, Paul Giamatti, and he he then gets like uh, transformed from being like you're the new musician to like put in this like early 90s boy band-esque, like, late mm. 80s, like, and they're called Z-Guys, with, like, three Zs at the end. <laughs> so, yeah, and I know, we needed to put at least three Zs on the end yeah. of Butchers. And with a K instead of a C for ethical. Yeah. The ethical Butchers. Yeah, really alternative. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. <laughs> well, man, we are chugging right along. Season three, episode nine. Yes. Period, lowercase a, and the woman clothed in with the sun. Oh, there's a period in front of it? I believe so. When I look on Amazon, it appeared to be like period and the woman clothed yeah, with the sun. No, I, or like an ellipses. Right. I think it's an ellipses. Oh. Uh, because the painting is the great red dragon and the woman clothed with the sun. Right. Um, so the first half was the last episode. Yes. Second half, this one. Exactly. Because there were a few great red dragon um, paintings, and this one is the one that this guy's referencing is the Weird Dragon and the Woman Clothed gotcha. with the Sun. Gotcha. I'm, I didn't do it last episode, but you seen Bull Durham, the Kevin Costner and Susan Sarandon baseball movie? No. It's wonderful. It's from the 80s. It's one of the great sports movies of all time. Okay. Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, it's really, really, really fun. And there's a moment, I'm not going to give a synopsis, basically, whatever. Um, Susan Sarandon. There's a really quick synopsis of the movie. He said, I'm not going to give a synopsis. But I'm going to do it. Susan Sarandon lives in Durham, North Carolina, and she is a big fan of this minor league team, the Durham Bulls, which is a real minor league team. Mm -hmm. And she always sleeps with one guy every season to, like, coach them along, and she's kind of a sage. But a lot of things happen. It's very, very wonderful. Kevin Costner is this old veteran who kind of comes in to train Tim Robbins' character. I think this is the movie where Tim Robbins and Susan Sarandon met. Okay. And there's a moment that... William Blake reminds me of it. I'm just going to be playing it right now because I, I think it's hilarious. You're going to parade around a locker room like a fruit. That is a religious ritual and it happens to be working if you don't mind my saying. Wait, 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 wait. Who dresses you? Who dresses you? I mean, you think this is a little excessive for the Carolina League? The road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom, William Blake. But William Blake? William Blake. What, William Blake? William Blake. What do you mean, William Blake? I mean, William Blake. So whenever I hear that, I'm like, William Blake, what, 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 what do you mean William Blake? I mean William Blake. She had a great uh, southern accent. Yeah. I know. I like her until recently, and then she got crazy. She became yeah. like she, she became like a burning your bus person in 2016. Oh, 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, she went full like Jill Steiny. So she and, went like, bust. Yeah. Okay. Oh, the Jill Steinies. Okay. Oh, I'm with her. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, Ugh. It's happening all over again, yeah, I guys. Know. It feels like we're right back at Ugh. it. Um, you're a big Tulsi Gabbard fan. Though, That's right? me, yo. I'm all about, you know, I think that Assad is a misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is convinced. Ugh. That that's just like a foreign agent. She's like she's yes. an operative. I that's what Hillary Clinton says. Yeah. Um. I mean, she hasn't proved to the contrary quite yet. Whatever. She's <laughs> she's she's unimportant. She's, she's pulling truly, at like negative three percent. Truly nothing. To she's me. like somehow still in the race. Maybe she's in. Maybe she's out. Who cares? I just right. I don't have the brain space to think about her. Um. So, so um, there's that. Housekeeping wise, we got a oh, wonderful yeah. email from Anne, yeah, our dear yeah. friend Anne. Love that you listen we and love, love that you enjoy Anne. this show. Um, she answered some questions that we should have known for this past episode. Very no. kindly, as always. That's why I avoided reading the email because I was like, I know Anne knows everything. Everything. And, and I, she's about to hand me my ass in this yes, email. In the nicest, which <laughs> almost nicest makes way. it hurt more. Not like Anne, please. No, 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 not, no. Not like actually, but in a way it's like, so sweet, so generous, and I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> right, I know. She's like, I, you'll probably figure this out once you keep watching, but yes, Alana so did take sweet. over for Chelsea, and I'm like, oh, got it. Oh, great. great. We're the dumbest people alive, yeah. and you're amazing. Um, and to, to, to piggyback off of the fact that we didn't remember anything, we kept calling him either by his actor's name, Richard Armitage, or by yes. the Tooth Fairy, because I couldn't remember his character's name was Francis Tollerheim. I no 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 I did I couldn't either. It wasn't until this episode yes. when he said his name out loud that I was, I was like, like, of course. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. Again, we're just gonna be making it till we we're gonna be making it until we fake it for this speaking, this little bit. Speaking of Richard Armitage, um, I feel like we unlocked like a subsection of like fandom whenever I posted the um, link to our last episode and it was like the the you know gif of him yeah. with his you know, bare back or whatever. Yeah. And I realized there's a whole like subsection of like Twitter that are just like big Armitage heads. Yeah, he's like a thing. What he's else like has he thing? been in? I've seen him around. We're gonna Google and listen right now are screaming. They're fucking screaming. They are yelling his Idiot. filmography into their mm-hmm. iPhones. Um but she pointed out also that um, yes. she talked about how um, the four quadrant joke was obviously like a really big like Heiderism. Yes. But also it was there's 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 conjecture that it was also a joke because at this point Hannibal is going to be canceled and had bad ratings. And I was like, oh. I, I love that. Like we're making fun of the fact that like we're this fussy little show that oh, it's like yeah. death is being about to be killed. Um, that's funny. And she mentioned, she reminded me of the movie Mind Mitten, not Mind Hunter. That's a TV show on Netflix. Yes. Uh, Manhunter from the 80s, which is the first instance of Hannibal Lecter on mm-hmm. uh, on the screen, um, played by Brian Cox, which we were talking about. Yes. Was William Peterson from CSI playing Will Graham? Oh. Yeah. And Dennis Farina from later Law and Order and other things playing Jack Crawford. And I'm like, rad cast. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, I got to watch that. I, I knew about it and then I forgot about it. I got to find a yeah. way to watch it. Same. And in the Brian Cox WTF interview, which happened like last week, um, he mentioned man, <coughs> how he was the first Hannibal Lecter. And apparently, I don't know if he was joking, he and Anthony Hopkins are friendly and they talk about both playing King Lear on the same time. But apparently uh-huh. Hannibal Lecter is like not discussed. He's like, that's taboo. And I'm like, whoa, what does that mean? Uh-huh. Is Cox like, you fucked up my character I invented? Yeah. 
Oh, I need to know. I need to watch. I need to watch Cox as Hannibal, and then like determine. All right, here's some movies, other movies that Richard Armitage was in: Captain America: The First Avenger. Whoa, Heinz Kruger. Of course, I haven't. I've been watching all of them on Disney Plus sporadically the past two weeks, and I haven't watched that. I need to rewatch that. He was in all the Hobbit movies. Oh, Um, I went to the first one. Yes, he was. He was. He was um, the main dwarf. That I'm forgetting. Thorin Oakenshield. Thorin, yes. I fucking hated that first movie. <laughs> he was in uh, Ocean's 8, apparently. Oh. Um, I can't picture who he was. His character's that name movie is Claude was, Becker. I forgot that whole movie. I've, I've for, I have forgotten that whole entire I, movie. I wanted, never have I gone through a movie wanting to like it so bad. So bad. I'm on its side from the moment. I'm like, please 100%. be good. I know. And I just couldn't bring myself. I know, it let me down a little bit. Um, and that's... Sort of all that I okay. feel like you all right, would. cool. I mean, he's been in a lot, but like those are maybe the big ones. I wish he was in Arthur. Like we got Mess and Hugh Dancy yeah. in Arthur. I would have loved it if he's like he was also one. He was oh, also he in was Arthur. In um, Star Wars Episode One, Phantom Menace. Oh no, who as, was he in that? As an uncredited um, uh, Nabu fighter pilot. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that movie is a nightmare. We That was on TV uh, last oh, yeah. night, and we watched like a good half hour of it because it, like, we yes. were watching something else, and like our TV cut off and cut back to cable, and we were like, oh no, this it's, looks terrible. It's like the room-level dialogue. Oh, it's bad. And, I mean, in the graphics. It's awful. It, for for 1999, it looks bad. It looks bad. like shit. <laughs> I know. It was crazy. Like, Jurassic Park was, like, six years old by that point, and it just looked so much better. Even Forrest Gump at that point was, like, well, yeah, five, yeah. Years old, yeah. five years older than this. George was so fucking lazy. From all I've seen the back behind the screens, he just, like, was sitting with his coffee, just, like, watching the monitor. <laughs> Asleep. Just it was like, this, this is automatically, like, going to make so much money. Yeah, he's like, So whatever, just, like, just let's, all right, whatever. whatever. Like, I probably didn't even really want to make this. That's so funny. Ugh. Well, By the way, Rise of Skywalker, I have thoughts. Did you see it? I did see it, and like, I, I'm not ashamed to say I loved it, and okay. I cried. I loved Whoa! it so much. I know. You cried? I cried. I was like actually wow. really torn up at the end of it. Yeah. Wow. For a lot of reasons. I just, I felt like, oh, wow, this is like such a big thing, like this whole like saga sort of coming to an end, and like I just felt like, I felt honestly um, happy that I got to be a part of it. Oh you know my what God. I mean? Is like, isn't that kind of corny? Holy shit! And Disney I, needs to like take this as like. And an I ad. was like so proud of all the actors and all of the crew for well, the <laughs> actors did a very good job. The they actors. saved the movie, in my opinion. They did. They did. But I, I get, I understand the like whatever. I, you know, I've heard from plenty of Star Wars nerds like why it was not good, but still for me it was enjoyable. It was funny. It was a good time. Yes. Like I agree with those, those three things. Yes. Enjoyable, funny, good time. I went in. Having read no reviews because I didn't want to have yeah. be predetermined to not like it because I had pre- yeah. I had made the mistake before Last Jedi of like hearing that people were like blah 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 about it yeah. and I was like oh no so I was kind of guarded going into it mm-hmm. and I actually love Last Jedi the more I watch Last Jedi the more mm-hmm. I think it's great mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the opposite is going to happen with Rise of Skywalker I think that the more I watch it I'm going to be like oh. I hate it I enjoyed it as a movie I thought it was fun right. I think there were some story elements to it that I was like, what? I feel like at this point we can sort of talk about it. You know, like it's been out oh, long no, enough. Oh, no, spoiler alert. I mean, like, I mean, yeah. whatever. But, like, was your issue with, like, her whole lineage? Like, I didn't like problem? that. Okay. I didn't think we needed that. I thought the idea that that last shit I created was the fact that, like, you didn't need to be of this Anyone lineage special. to be important. Right. And I also thought that until this movie, like, like 
like stated it that like Palpatine slash Dark Sidious was just like one in a line of bad Sith lords mm. who happened to have been successful in establishing an evil empire, but like there had been Sith lords for thousands of years before that, and mm. maybe before the Republic, there were like we are sensitive that, that there were like big bad Darth Sith lords. So like I never mm. thought that he was this like. Like uh, one, one to rule them all, right. like Sauron esque, like right. the the big bad through all eternity uh, figure. Right. And so the fact that he kind of like became that became that. I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I kind of like they did like he's a bad guy. He gets beat. This new bad guy. Like this kind yeah. of line of like, like the dark side doesn't need this one person to exist. Yeah, yeah. And I like the idea that like she came from nothing, and yet because the end of mm-hmm. Last Jedi was that little servant kid, right? Yeah, who was force yeah. sensitive, right? And like. That sets up the idea that, like, it's bigger than just this one bloodline. Right. And so I felt like... I was kind of annoyed that, like, Rise of Skywalker seemed to have kind of retconned some of the interesting pieces that Last Jedi did. Yeah, I I hear that as as the overarching complaint from a lot of people. And, like, I guess my hope is that... So also in the end... I was happy that Ben died, though. I was glad he died. Okay, how dare you? (laughs) Yeah, I... Okay. We'll explain it after you. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. Um... Um, God, Finn. Okay, so mm. Finn and the Rise of Skywalker. I thought, okay, like he kept he kept dropping hints the whole time about like, oh, I have a feeling I need to go over here, or like, oh, wait, like I sense something yeah, as if what? like he was tapping into the force. Yes. And so I thought, okay, maybe that's their answer to this criticism that like, okay, sure, we've made Ray a Palpatine, but like, but Finn, they never really explained it. No, I know, but I'm thinking. I'm, I'm thinking maybe they're hoping the audience would fill in the gaps and thinking like, okay. oh, maybe Finn. Finn is is ostensibly no one. I mean, we don't know sort of his yeah, backstory, yeah, but yeah. like he is more or less no one. Yeah, and yet he seems to be at least trying or like some like playing with the idea of like messing with the force. And Perry told me that he like read a story about how like they edited this movie all to hell to uh-huh. like get it down to you know however long it was. Yeah. And that in the original storyline, like, Finn actually, like, at one point seemingly used the Force to, like, open a door. Great. But then it, like, cut to another angle, and it turned out it was like, actually, like, BB-8 who had opened oh. the door for him. I know. So I was like, that fucking ruins it for me, because I like the idea that, yeah. sure, Ray's a Palpatine, she has all this power, but also, like, you can be ostensibly no one and still, like, try to, or at least have the sense that you can tap into that, like, yeah. intuitive force between Great. all things. I mean, episode one ruined the force, making force microscopic organisms in your blood. Like, oh, yeah. Remember, like, yeah. that now exists. Like, yeah. thank God that after that movie, someone was like, we'd have to never mention Hitachlorians ever again, because it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. That's the issue with the prequels, is that they got so technical. I hated it. It's like, we're going to want to learn about all the little nitty gritty. No, we don't want to learn about the bureaucracy of the of like the council and like sitting in on their meetings. And like, I'm okay with some of it, but like, it was so it was so stupid. The There are things on YouTube that. Take the prequels apart for an hour and a half that oh, are yeah. better than what we're going to talk yes. about. But, uh, and this is also not a Star Wars podcast. So I, no, <laughs> now it is. Um, I didn't like that Palpatine fucks, apparently. <laughs> I was like, so this guy fucking got, like, stuck it, like... I mean, he was... Or did he, like... He was like, passable Like, cucumber-wise, like, fuck... He was passable, excuse me? Passable. <laughs> Before he got all, like, face, like, melted yes. in episode three? Yes, exactly. Okay, so then I was like, so that means that, like, as a senator from Naboo, he fucked... So, yeah. n- n- so now I'm resentful that I have to think about Naboo again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking uh, planet with that queen. 
God damn it. Or just or just think that he maybe he was a sperm donor or something like that. That I would love that. Or he just like yeah. like force sends out seed to the space and yeah. like it like go Sure. Oh, I don't know. Why not? And then like the obvious like his family, his kids hid her because he knew that she, he'd find out. And I'm like, well, that's exactly like like what happened to Luke and Leia. Oh, you can't yeah. find something original. <laughs> and then our friend Sean Hills pointed out, like, I guess J.J. Abrams' only move is we have to find the map to, that leads to a thing. Yeah. Because that's what Force Awakens was. Here's a map with Luke Skywalker. Here's a map Here's that can get us to this planet. Like, right. This mystery box. There's that's all he has. <laughs> I know. That's so true. That's yeah. his one move. I do remember thinking that. And I remember thinking that Rise of Skywalker, like, things were just happening too easily. Like, whenever they got sucked down into, like, the sand dunes or whatever, whenever they got sucked yeah. down to, like, and then they came across the, like, hurt worm, and then she fixed the hurt worm, and suddenly they found a way out. And I was like, oh, this is all So happening. now the Force can, like, fix like fix things? Well, no, I was like, sure, the Force can fix things, but it, it, it felt like there were no stakes. Like, whenever they got sucked down there, I thought, oh, fuck, like, they are trapped. And then it was like, oh, suddenly, like, here's a way out. I fixed this worm, and, and hey, everyone, let's go. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Oh, Chewie didn't die. Never that mind. That took us 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, that was nothing. Oh, Chewie died. And I was like, this is good. Yeah, Like, yeah, I wanted yeah. stakes, and yeah, I wanted some stakes. really sad things to happen. Right. I was happy that Ben died. Yes. Not because I didn't me. love Adam Driver. I love, I think Especially he, at the end with his, like, redemption arc. Because of that is why he should have died. He needed to die. He needed to yes. pull a Darth Vader, yes. which again is like the exact same thing, save her and then die. Because can you, yes. I was sitting there being like, are we going to have a fucking scene where like Ray mm-hmm. shows back up to Rebel HQ mm-hmm. with fucking murder man. <laughs> and he's like, this, this is Ben, everybody. And he's like, hi, guys. Hey. Sorry I killed all of you guys by yeah. the thousands. Might be, yeah. But yeah. I'm cool now. I'm so cool. Like, we have to, like, sit, with, sit through and that we're scene. we're dating. <laughs> right. Right? I was like, I don't want that scene. Please don't give me the scene where she's like, no, guys, this is Ben. He's cool now. Yeah. I mean, so it's good that he died. He I needed under, to die. I understand from a storytelling point yes. of view that he needed to die. Like, absolutely right. But I think it's just another thing that crushes me always in all stories are, like, whenever people don't get to be happy. When, like, something gets in the way fair. and people don't get to. Totally fair. Like, I cried watching The Mandalorian in that episode whenever Baby Yoda has to leave that, like, fishing community. Yes. Because I was like, oh, he would be so fucking happy 100%. there with his kids. And I totally agree. I, I was like, just I think of that all the time in, in Below Deck when I'm like, can't this <laughs> Trip go well? Can't the guests be happy and the sh- and the meal go well? Yeah. But that's not good reality TV. I no, don't care. Not. I just want it to really go well for everybody. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I want to watch 400 minutes of TV where like they're just like good. the service is great, the guests are happy, the meals are good, and that's we're just right. watching. No, it instead I'm basically like I'm ten again and I'm reading the series of unfortunate events and I'm just like ripping my hair <laughs> Fuck out. That. I didn't watch that. I was like I started reading it as a kid and I was like this is stupid. Everything goes bad, which is why I stopped no. watching Mindhunter. But it keeps you hoping because they get so close no, so in the that. series. They get it's so like close to things. Lucy that with the football. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's just over and over <laughs> oh, for like oh, 13, books, 13 books. To quote the West Wing, I think the oh. word you're looking for is, oh, brother. God. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. <laughs> we haven't talked about this we episode. We haven't talked about the show <laughs> at all. Um, we're gonna have to don't put get me something... off on Star Wars. This is like 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 fast forward. Yes, yeah, you know minute thirty three. If you really want to hear us talk about, if you don't it. want to hear about Star Wars for a while. By the way, wow. I can go on for so much longer. That's that's very cool. I mean, I can't. I just I never got <laughs> into the movies in that level of detail. But like, I'm happy to learn. I I yeah. pull up um, like YouTube videos just to learn about the mythology of Star Wars every once in a while. 
just intriguing. I, although I will say, what matters is the movies. Like again, the reason why I hated Solo because yeah. Darth Maul showed up. If Dar- I was worried that Darth Maul, because the trailers like hinted like some big bad mm. reveal, like someone's actually alive, mm-hmm. and I was like, if Darth fucking Maul shows up, I'm gonna walk out of the theater. <laughs> Oh, I just I'm watched, gonna walk out of this fucking theater. Speaking of those independent movies, uh, oh, I just watched Rogue One for the first time. What'd you think? I, I didn't. Whoa! I, I know. I'm like the one person that was like, oh. no, you're not alone. There's like a small subset of people who are like, actually, Rogue One was bad, and I was like, I disagree so strongly. Uh, my issue, I think, is my issue that I have the same issue I have with like the Harry Potter movies, like not in... I the mean, Fantastic Beast movies or the Harry Potter movies the, themselves? The Harry Potter movies where I was like, I understand there's a conflict, but like, I we already know what occurs. I was like, the, they're like... We already know that she's going to yeah. get the map to Leia or whatever. Like, So I was like, I don't... Well, see, that's interesting. I, I don't think it's bad storytelling if you know how it ends, if the story is compelling enough. And we don't really... These, sure. I think because we don't know any of these characters... Sure. And we don't know how it gets there... Sure, yeah. We're still like, well, what's going to happen? Like, we're going to find out... Like It's almost like season two of Hannibal. Yeah. We know they're going to con- confront and fight. Yeah. But then it goes back to where Han- Jack still thinks Hannibal's good. So now we're going to, like, okay, how are we going to populate the past to get to there? And I think the characters were well enough drawn, and I think it was well enough acted. And I'm a big Ben Mendelsohn head. Oh. I couldn't be a bigger. His accent. I couldn't be. I could listen to his lisp all day, all All day. Right now we're watching The Outsider. Deplore the garrison. Like, all day I could listen to Ben (laughs) Mendelsohn. I I think it's on HBO or something like that. And directed by Jason Bateman, also starring Jason Bateman and Ben Mendelsohn. That's the Stephen King. Yes. The Stephen King, right, exactly. So good. Mm. Ben is obviously fantastic. I, I love mean, him. That's without saying. So, okay, one last okay. quick oh my comment. God, oh my God. Okay, one one last comment about Rogue One, and then we have to move on Got to it. Hannibal season three episode nine. Diego Luna. Um, Diego yeah. Luna, always fantastic. Um, I could listen to his accent all day. Yes. Um, but I just hated watching every character that I that I had come to enjoy during the film, like just one by one die. Okay. And then at the end. They, they die, die too, and I was like, I get, like, I get it, like the story, like the sacrifice in order to mm-hmm. save, like the the future, and like to lead to this larger story and all that kind of stuff. But again, I was like, they could have been happy together somewhere. Ness is in it, yo. Mass. Fucking Galen Erso, he's amazing. Fuck. So good. Oh. So yeah, I mean, whatever. It was fine. I've seen worse films, but I wasn't wow, okay. like screaming about it. Maybe like it'll grow on you. Yeah, that's fine. I've yeah. been tempted to watch Solo again. Like maybe I'll like it. Yeah. How did I know I hated it? Maybe I'll like <laughs> maybe. it. You know what I mean? Like okay, sure, got it. Sure. Expectations are now here. Who knows? Let me watch it as a movie. Um, right. Who we gotta kill? Oh no! I need to eat shit. I need yes. to eat shit about Wallace Simpson. Yes, you said Wallace Shawn. Wallace Shawn is inconceivable. <laughs> is that little fucking bald dude, playwright, yes. actor? Yes. Wallace Shawn. Yes. And Wallace, Wallace Simpson. Yes, Mrs. Maisel. He was in. He was in Gossip Girls too, I think. Oh really? Um, he's great. I love him. Yeah. He's but he's, insane. But he's not Wallace Simpson. Very different than the anti-Semitic lady <laughs> Baltimore socialite who yes. married. Who yokoed Edward? Yeah, Prince Edward. Edward. <laughs> King Edward. So there's that. Just want to clear that up, right? Because I, I knew whenever, and I told you later, I was like, I knew whenever you said Wallace Shawn that that wasn't right, but I didn't know the right answer, and so I was just gonna let it sit. Let me, and I was went full on subpar high guy energy. I was like, oh, I know what it is. <laughs> They're just, it's so close, and Wallace Shawn's it was always in close. my mind. As no, I just said I, it. I mean, obviously, it's always in my prayers. 
we saw a play in London with starring Wallace, written by Wallace Shawn, starring Wallace Shawn, that had a 20-minute, that was three hours long, that had a 20-minute monologue about his dick. Oh. It was in, guys, look it up, Grasses of a Thousand Colors. Blatt and I saw it on our Maymester in London. Yes. This is 10 years ago. And we were like, what the fuck is this? Is this good or is it terrible? Oh, you, it's good. It's quality. <laughs> you know, Brett Volton loved it. Oh, of course he did. I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> it was brilliant. Idiot. You never met him. I you never, didn't encounter I him. him. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, who, we gonna, who, who you got on the decks? The Rolodex. <sighs> the Rolodex. Who is going in today? Um... You know, I don't know, you know, like, I feel like now we are just like deep into impeachment trial season. Yes, that's what mine was related to. Yeah. So I don't know anybody who fucking stands in the way of bringing this piece of shit uh, down. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. I haven't been watching a lot of it and I really can't watch their defense against him. I just can't watch this bad faith, nonsensical bullshit. I I have uh, our senator, Marsha Blackburn, on the kill list for fucking reading a book. And on her phone. This fucking sycophantic hack. She sucks. She sucks so much. The most. And she's in that Trumpian level of just like, I'm not even pretending to not suck. But I'm counting on the fact that you guys, that that my constituents are ill-informed because of Fox News or just can't be bothered. So I'm just going to lie my fucking face off. Is she is she from Murfreesboro? I'm trying to remember where she. No, where she's a. I thought from. she was like a like Hendersonville. Like she was. She's in maybe Murfreesboro because she was in one of the one of the two districts uh, kind of surrounding Nashville. Diane yeah. Black was the other one who also really sucks. And uh, then it was Marsha and Marsha. Both of them were of the two suburbs around uh, Nashville. Yeah, she's from Williamson County. So oh, she's from, okay. Got it. She's from Franklin. Williamson yeah. County. Got it. Okay, great. That makes sense. Um, no, good, good choice. Um, because right, you're not supposed to read unrelated reading material during the trial yeah, or she, have your phone. She's got like crazy rich Asians sitting there. She's like, just like, you know, yeah, she's just like, right. she's like doing some, yeah, she's like doing some casual reading. <laughs> she's got a book club at 7 p.m. that night. It was, when she was asked about it in some TV interview, she was like, oh, I was reading this like very, uh, oh, I was reading Dare this it, very, into it, this into it. This, the book was related. It was called like resistance or something like like that and it was about it was called triggered by yeah, Donald Trump Jr. Jr. Now twelve ninety nine on Amazon. I mean, and everyone's like, it doesn't fucking matter what it was about if it's not about the fucking trial materials. You can't read it. Fucking hack, you idiot. Hack. Absolutely. And she lives in Brentwood now. Good for her. Mm, well done. Of course she does. She has a son named Chad. Oh no! I bet he plays the cross and sucks. I bet he does. I bet he has a like southern swoop. You know what I mean? Like the bangs oh, yeah, down. The bangs. <laughs> Anyone listening to know what Southern Soup is, Google it right now. It's just like, you're a fucking, oh, like suburban Southern dick with like fucking hair on, hair down on your face. You know what? He's kind of got it in this picture. Oh, of course he has a bow tie. Oh, look at this fucking like, he's like Bobo Eddie Redmayne if Eddie Redmayne was also (laughs) like in the RNC. Especially in that one from from 2011. Oh, oh, this one. This is like, got like Southern frat boy Eddie Redmayne vibes. But, like, not at all as charming and wonderful. Anyway. Okay. All right. Um, Should we start the episode? We should start the episode. At at minute 40, yeah, we should start the episode. And this is a good one. It is actually a good one. Um, Obviously, so... Holy shit. 
So we ended the last episode with Will showing up at Hannibal's cell. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dr. Lecter. Hello, yes. Will. So that's where we pick up. We pick up, like, yeah, I guess like a few lines before the hello, right. Dr. Lecter. Because yeah. he's looking backwards. He just sniffs. He goes, I, you wore, you're wearing the same atrocious aftershave you wore to my trial. <laughs> uh, yes. Hello, Dr. Lecter. Hello, Will. Oh, we're not on first name basis anymore. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. There's a lot of this, like... I thought we were close, kind of a thing. And then he's like, it's interesting, it's nice having you here. Typically it's just uh, um, banal psychiatrists and grasping second raters. <laughs> and then do you know what he calls Remember what he calls them? No. Pencil lickers. Pencil lickers. Oh. There are a lot of good, like... Oh, so much. So many good, just, like, names and mm-hmm. and lines in this episode. Um I think he also asked something like, oh, did you get my letter? Did you read it before you threw it into the nearest fire? And I thought, you know what? I wish that that's how we disposed of, like, any communication that we got. Like Burned it? Yeah, that, like, you know, a student turns in their form to me, and I read it, and I just pull out my lighter. Oh, that would be amazing. Dramatically light it on fire. I think we need more more dramatically lighting things on fire Great. in this world. I'm on board with that. Yeah, so we, we each just need like a little trash can that we keep next to us. Just like to be able to burn all our yeah. all our correspondence. It, and it's all just like normal correspondence. Like someone, you know, writes you a happy birthday card or something like that and you read you it and then it. you just Well, like, that would be great for like thank you notes because like yeah. what do you do with it? I know, right? I know. Oh, that's a nice... Do you, and you, you throw cards away after you like get it and read Eventually, it? Eventually. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? keep it? I know. It, some people keep every card that's that they get. That's crazy. I know. I have a colleague that keeps every card she, anyone has ever written. Although her. I guess that's good because I'm just i almost done with the super, super long Lincoln biography team of rivals. Mm. And all of that research is based off of correspondence, diaries, letters. Wow. So like, I, I guess mean, that's I good guess. that people keep that shit so we can then learn things later and later. Historians I mean, it's a twenty first century though. You know, it's like hack into my email if you want to know what I'm sending. Yeah, you probably people. already you probably already <laughs> hacked into it. No, I like almost immediately throw cards away, except Christmas cards. I'll hold on to those. Yes, um, I love that. Hanny's just like Hanny's just like fucking with Will. This is like full. Just like I'm gonna fuck with you, Hanny. Yes. Um, you smell of dogs and pine and oil and there's, there's, there's a child and he goes. I gave you a child. <laughs> There's, I mean, the the children references in this episode is yeah. a lot. But yeah, he says something like, something a child would gift. Yeah. I was like, oh, how do you, like, how would you come to that conclusion? Add that to the list. I know, right? <laughs> just add it to the list. Like, how do you know that? And he, Will's trying to keep it together, and Hanny's just, like, fooking with him. He's yes. just like, oh, you got a kid? I gave you a kid. What happened? Yeah. And um, he's like... Come here. You came here to look at me, right? Just to get that scent again. Just to get back on it. That's right. And I loved how Hanny followed him in unison. When he goes, just leave the following for an hour. And then Will walks over to the little tray. Yeah. And he turns. And Hannibal immediately turns and goes right with him in unison. I love that. I love that. Well, it speaks to later on when he was telling, I think, Alana, like... Whenever he left, he felt like Hannibal followed him out. Yes. Like, you know, he's just he just sticks on you. He does. Which then, I, I, I was thinking a lot about Silence of the Lambs watching this one. Yes. And there was a line early on before Clarice first visits him when he goes, when Jack Crawford goes, the last thing you want is Hannibal Lecter inside your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he just kind of gets in there somehow. Yeah. yeah. I love how they mention his family values. Speaking of Marsha Blackburn, family values. <laughs> Speaking of Marsha Blackburn. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. 
And then we cut to the first of the several Abby scenes. I loved these scenes. You love the flashbacks? I l- did you not? No, I love them. Okay. I did. I did. Well, you I did. asked, like, you loved no, them? No, no, no. It provided, ooh. It, ooh, it provided some context, too. I mean, we all know yeah. I, I have no love lost for Abigail Hobbs. Um, you know, she bothers me um, for multiple reasons. But I thought that these flashbacks gave you a peek into, yeah. like, her mindset. Because the original, like, season two, viewing it just, uh, you know, straightforwardly, it looks like... He took her prisoner, like she's, she's dead, she's scared, like she's dead, or or oh she's here but she's terrified mm-hmm. and and you yeah. know like whatever. She's in a whole kind of like uh, yeah. I'm blanking on her name right Georgia now. Georgia Mansion. Thing. No, Georgia Mansion was the person who couldn't see her face. Oh, um, the girl from V. Uh huh. The yes. We, we we know who we're talking yeah. about. Yeah, Anna Klum- Let's just say Anna Klumski because we know who it is. It'll come to us twenty minutes later. Yes, or Anne will tell us. Um, in, Great, thank in, you, Anne. In, in like a few days. So, um. No, but it gave you a peek into her yes. fucked up kind of psyche as well, Yo. and like her part in it, in it all. B- during this blood ritual, which is an amazing name, again, so many great lines in this episode. Yes, pencil licker blood ritual. Yes, the blood ritual, and just the way she's that like, she "How would like, you murder me?" Right, and she was like smiling, like Non-fucking. excited to understand. Great, sure. Um, I said she's a little mini psycho obsessed with daddies. Oh, she yes, very much. She's like the what? hunting with him was the best thing ever. Yes, and she's like, this is the first. This thing I love for just so many, so many lines. He goes, we don't get wiser. As we we don't get wiser as we get older. We just learn to avoid or raise as much hell as we feel like. And yeah. I'm like, holy shit! Uh, this is this is like, wow. So it's not about yeah. like we don't get, get wisdom. We're just like, oh, I can avoid this little bit of hell, yeah. or fuck, no, I'm gonna raise this little bit yeah. of hell. Does that that was an interesting? I was like, I I never thought about like wisdom being like, yeah, either like avoiding or just yeah. being like a you know sort of judgmental in the way that you go about the world. It it, it made me think of the movie Lincoln because uh-huh. I rewatched that after I finished reading Team of Rivals, and there is one moment when. Daniel Lewis playing Lincoln says to William Seward, played by David Strathairn, he goes, "Time is a great thickener of things," and then Seward goes, yeah, "I guess you're right." Actually, I have no, 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 no idea what that even means. <laughs> I have no idea what that even means. And I love it's like I think like with Hannibal, I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right." Actually, what the fuck does that even mean? What, is it, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, so many lines. Exactly. Yeah. Like it sounds. Well, it sounds. Wow. Yeah. It sounds flowery and like it could be true, or he just says it really. Yeah. With a lot of conviction. Um, yeah. Long live Abigail Hobbs. Yes. Long live, long, Abigail Hobbs is dead. And he, this this is the first Shakespeare reference. He goes, I'll, I'll need to take some flesh. N- not a pound, though. Just a piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My, my fingers? No, you, your lovely fingers. Mm-hmm. I could not. Besides, I want to teach you to play the harpsichord. I'm like, again with the harpsichord. He loves it. freaking freak. I have a really important question. Mm-hmm. Was the holding you from behind, like... Like ghost and spring the blood. Yeah, was that sexual? Was sexual? I know. I, I <laughs> had the same thought because whenever she, he kind of let go, I was like, and it she's felt, kind of like, oh, it like, felt sort of sort of postcoital in a way. It did, but it's so paternal their relationship. Right. I I think that they are probably both sort of. I think the violence of it, not the two okay. of them, but I think like the violence and the like, 
the game that they're doing is maybe be, maybe arousing in some sort of way, whether sexually or just like mentally, psychologically, like arousing. So I don't know if it was some, a sexuality between the two yeah, of them, okay, but maybe of the situation. I think these scenes, especially this scene, I think this is where the actress playing Abby crushes. Yeah, more than most scenes in the past yes. season one. Yes, yes, I agree. Especially in the scene later when she like stabs her father's corpse. Oh, she kills it. She nails it in that. I, yes. I agree. Yeah. Um, okay, and then we we cut to Doctor Bloom. Are you st- do you still think her hair is actually long? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I stand by that. <laughs> I stand by the fact that it's long and it's just pinned back somehow because it was like sort of was lopsided on, on one side. Like, I why would it. they cut? Why would she cut her hair lopsided like that? I think it's. I think it's just. Pinned I don't back. think it was lopsided cut. I think she just kind of pulled it to the side. But it's. I, I, well, I don't know. I'm not an expert. Well, as the definition an expert of lopsided is is to one side. I loved how it looked in that scene. I thought she looked great. Um, we'll talk about what she's wearing no, of course in, she in an great. hour I mean, or so. I think it's just a you know, dumb uh, <laughs> way to do your hair. And they wrote, so she is the new Chilto. So she is a new Chilto, um, and she's a mom. Yeah, she, she, she carried she it. She carried him. A verger baby. Got a baby. The verger heir. Verger baby. I love that. A verger baby. Margot. We have our own baby. A verger baby. Margo. That's the impression I can do That's right there. It. That's, That's the, the, the impression. Latter day, latter day Mason. Not yeah. me. <laughs> you should have taken the chocolate. <laughs> Can't do that. But I can do it. Um, he who sups with the devil needs a long spoon. Yeah. So what it means, like, don't sit close to the table. Yeah. Don't don't get too close. Yeah. 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 You're gonna if you're gonna interact with someone this evil, you yeah. you gotta keep your distance. Trickster. Because they'll fuck with your head. Yeah. The great deceiver. The great deceiver. Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Just like in Sabrina. Sabrina. Season three. Mama coming Mia. up. But he's so handsome in Sabrina. He's wonderful. The the morning star. The morning star. Ugh. So th- this is again when we hear the term shy boy. Yeah, he says it like, he say it like five twice? times, like <laughs> at least twice in this show, in this yeah, episode. This, this is a very shy boy, Will. It's a very shy boy. Shy boy. <laughs> I love the mind palace. It's like he's there, and then all, and, and, and the camera pans, and then we're in the mind palace office. In the office, right? Exactly. Yeah, back in their office. Um, so many. I, in some, my notes, I wrote imagining so many times because they were always so many times imagining they were in his office or imagining he was at the family's home or yeah. imagining. Well, this is the, this is the scene. They're just bouncing all over the place. All over. <laughs> I, can't, I couldn't keep up. Um, how he how he lived how no how they lived is how he chooses them. Because Hannibal asked something like, "You want to know how they, how he chooses uh-huh. them?" Don't, isn't yeah. that a Science of the Lambs quote? Yes. Something like that. Yes. You want to know how he picks his victims. Yeah. 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 Right, right. yeah. Um, and he said something like, you know, it's not about how they die, but how they lived. The families. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's like leads him on his uh, on his great exploration to the family homes. Okay. In his They're, mind, I guess. In his mind. Okay. One. Yeah, they're talking about uh, Francis, and they're like, he's disfigured, or he at least he thinks, he thinks he's disfigured, he at least. So he has that. He needs to see himself through their eyes, like that's where the mirrors are coming from. And he's like, you already knew this, Will. Like, you didn't, I, I didn't mm-hmm. even tell you this. And then he talks about, you know, your, your stepson, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's fucking with him, and he's like, because, mm-hmm. of course, you know better than to breed. Yeah, don't, don't want to pass along. <sighs> yeah. 
And then this is the second. I'm like, I wonder if this is this is like a mild Shakespeare reference the, when they mention our pilgrim, because that's like mm-hmm. a one line in Romeo and Juliet. When mm-hmm. They mention like Holy Palmer's touch is pilgrim's like sweet yeah, pilgrim. Exactly. Maybe. Um, Maybe. And then I was like, I knew it. I knew that he was naked when he killed these people. <laughs> oh, I said that last time. Yeah. I was like, I would love it. He was fucking naked when he was killing yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't put that together. I knew that he eventually took off his clothes and was covered in blood, but I guess he gets covered in blood because he's naked when he kills he's him. naked. Makes sense. And then we see Hugh's buns. Buns. <laughs> I wrote, let's buns. see Hugh's dick. <laughs> Come on, NBC. Buns. You know you're being Hot canceled at this point. Buns. Let's just see his dick. Wait, let me sing the song. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. See how they run. I don't know. The One rest no of penny. This. <laughs> I don't know the rest of this. The two fairies <laughs> killing people in his buns. In his buns. In his buns. Oh. Um, hmm. I, yeah, I, I knew it. Let's see his dick. Yeah, let's see it. Turn Dude, by the way, speaking around. of Hugh Dancy's dick. There's multiple references to Will Graham's dick and balls in this episode. Yes. Um, yeah. I, we'll talk. We'll get there. But I was like, really, the writers were like, fuck this. I guess we're out. <laughs> I love, we're just going for it. We're, Let's, we're going for broke. Even. Okay. Um, ba, 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 ba. Oh, the hospital. Okay. So this is when I was like. Oh, that's right. They're in the hospital. There's Freddy. Yes. Doing some scandal Snapping shit, pits. I wrote. I were doing yeah. some... Sc- click, click, click. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, so here's another just amazing, like, back and forth. Because, okay, Alana's there, Hannibal, in the cell, right? Oh and he God. says, um, you've, you've, what, have you come to finger wag? And she says, I love a good finger wagging. And he says, yes, you do. How is Margot? <laughs> oh my God! Amazing! Ah! Amazing! Amazing! Um, sex and then reference. he goes click click boom, which of course had that shitty saliva song. Went, click click boom. Remember okay. that song? That's not at all where my head was when he said click click boom. I was thinking of tick tick boom, another John Larson, the John Larson musical, musical. Which I was like, wait, could this be a purposeful reference? Because there's this, the like big climax song in it, "Cages or Wings." Oh no! Cages or wings. Green, green dress, prefer? 20 buttons, and a, da, da, da. That, that musical is overrated, which is saying something. It's, yeah, it's not great. Um, there's, like, maybe, like, three or four if good songs If he hadn't died it. and he'd gone to make more things since Rent, I guarantee you Tick, Tick, Boom would have been forgotten forever. Yes. But because he died because and because died. Rent is amazing, yeah. people are like, well, we need to dig through Tick, yeah, Tick, Boom right. to, like, see what... Because it's, like, sort of autobiographical or whatever, yeah. and it's, like, right, okay. It's, like, his last five years. Yeah. Which is so much better. <sighs> Yes, but it's a it's last five years is hard for me to get through. Just with yeah. the, I mean, yeah. the tension of a relationship oh, it's coming apart. It's is tough. Hard. It's just so beautiful. Like it the songwriting is, is yes, so beautiful. It is. It is. Um, so. Which, by the way, like we saw Frozen two, and there's like some mega Jason Robert Brown elements, especially in the opening song. I was like, oh, okay, great. Like wow. the opening song, like some things in the Hover Channel with the, with the piano. I was like, oh, this is like just straight out of last five years. <laughs> hey, well, if it works, it works. You it know? does. Like clearly. Um, I just let me go. Boom, boom, click, click. Which Amelia, I, I have a, that shitty saliva song. But of course, like, oh. he says that to himself. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like she can't hear him say that. So I was like, he's such a drama queen. He's dressed up. You have Will dressed up in his moral dignity pants. Moral dignity pants. Which I love because he's like, Will, you make Will out to be this like saintly figure who's a victim of circumstance, who has no 
agency. Right. And he's like, guess what? Most making choices, bitch. And like, Absolutely. they're not, they're hard, complicated, not very good choices sometimes. Yeah. And like, you gotta live with that, Alana. Like, yeah. He could have said, no, I'm, I'm comfy with my family that I've got now. Mm-hmm. And no, thanks, Jack. And no, please don't show me those pictures. Oh, I'll look at them. I mean, no, he made these choices. Their banter in the scene, though, is, is amazing. Is, is next level so good. Um,. You know, but, I mean, yeah. Alana is just, now that she's, like, not fucking around she's anymore. She's a bad bitch. She is a badass. <laughs> she's a bad bitch. She's like, you know what you wouldn't want to lose? It's not your paintings. It's not your books. It's your indignity. Right. Like a cat that way. Yeah. I'll take your books and your paper. And your toilet. And your toilet. Bitch. <laughs> right. I, she's like, she's basically like, I own you. Yeah. She's like, shit yourself. <laughs> I don't care. Oh. It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. She's like, I fucking own you, Hanny. Don't fucking think once that I don't own you. I love it. All right. When do you want to? This is probably pause. a good point. Okay. Um, let's do let's it. Do okay. So do. you got you got your stuff. I got my goods. The bag is already open. That's so. right. Well, I, you know, just to reduce the the crumbling. Reduce the crumbling. The what are you talking about? You're, I, you know, get, get, bring that thing over here so we can eat the crude. <laughs> eat the crude. Eat the crude. Eat the crude. Eat the crude. Oh, oh, I was trying to find a segue, and I was like, what am I going to do? <laughs> eat the crude? <laughs> okay, uh, so, you know, Valentine's Day, another holiday, which means, you know, plenty of, it's a candy holiday, um, so I always go trolling through the, like, Target and yeah, the, yeah, the public's yeah. aisles. Um this one seems kind of gross. This is a M&M's white cheesecake M&M. And it's like pink and, and like orange. Yeah, like it's very Valentine's very flavors. Val- it, it has the green, the like sexy green Valentine on the, or the yeah. sexy green M&M on the front. Yeah, I love it. She, she, yeah, she's like the Jezebel. Yeah, she's, like, she's got the like pouty lips and she's holding a rose. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, I don't want to be sexually attracted to an M&M, but like I am. But I guess I am. But like I am now. Okay. All right, hit me with a few. Let's Cheers. see how this is. I predict this will either taste just like white chocolate or it's going to be gross. Okay. Yeah, it's like white chocolate. It's a white chocolate M&M. What the fuck, M&M's? Yeah, they lied. They lied. I'm like trying to search for some cheesecake. Something that's like specifically cheesecake. Where's the cream cheese? Where is it? Am I finding it? Maybe. Maybe at the end. Like, every time I look for a corner thinking of cheesecake, it's running away. <laughs> it's like those hard movies, like, like a little kid, like, ah, and they run through the corner. <laughs> right, and you know, like, turn the corner. And you follow it, and right. it keeps running away. Yep, yep. Or, like, Inception, when, like, mm. uh, Philippa and James just keep running away. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Second bite is a bit more cheesecake. Yeah. Honestly, it just tastes like, cur- has, like, a curdled flavor, too. <laughs> Wait, it kind of does with the yes! second one. It does yes, feel like by the time you're in the second M M&M, and M, it's like, it's like this is like curdle. It's curdle cheese. Or if curdle could be an adjective, that's what it tastes like. No, curdle. Yeah, curdle is absolutely curdled. Just like curdled cream. Mm-hmm. No, it's not good. Um, yeah. It gets worse and worse. Just buy something that's straight up white chocolate. Like if you want something yeah. that's white chocolate, white cheese. Like just get the white chocolate. Oh, it's not good. It's, um... It gets worse and worse. They didn't even really try. Like, because we've had other cheesecake-flavored stuff that mm. had, like, crisps in it. Like, supposed yes. to be, like, the crust The graham-flavored crisps. Yeah, or, yeah, Or it was, like, cherry cheesecake. So you which had, like, was a, violently horrible. Which was, uh, you know, I have nightmares about. But, <laughs> but this was just, like, normal. Yeah, no, it's not good. Normal nonsense. Um, 
speaking of craziness, what do you think of this beer, by the way? Ooh, yes. Let's tell the let's tell the good people. Southern Grist Southern Grist Brewing Company here in Nashville. I love it so much. Um, this is the Brulee Grapefruit Hill Sour, released today. Today, baby. I never heard of Brulee Grapefruit before. Maybe I'm shocked that it was on an episode of Hannibal. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I yeah. love grapefruit. Love. You do. And I love creme brulee, so like I'm in. I didn't realize that like sprinkling brown sugar over grapefruit and like torching it was like a thing. But no. great. This is it's really I it really like good. it. No, I do too. Um, it's like a little sour. It's like a flavor hazy. adventure. Yeah, it's good. So. It's good. All right, so we ate the crude. Ate the crude. Ate the crude, ate the crude, ate the crude. Here comes the costume theme song. Hey, Hanny! Boom. Hit it, Sean. Hey, Hanny, what you wearing? Looking like bait, you could catch a red dragon. Fresh as death, how did the feds not suspect it? Maybe Will Graham should get some new glasses. Flat on flat, eat the rude like bread. Tie in a knot, big as Chilton's head. Divine like Dante when our killer's in Paris. Hey, Hanny, what you wearing? What you, what you, what you wearing? What you, what you, what you wearing? Okay, so I don't have that. I feel like it's the two A ladies who really bring the heat for the costumes this episode. For sure. Abby and Alana. Yes. First thing I got is the first blood, the blood ritual scene. Mm, okay. Abby's got like a pink, blue, gray sweater, striped sweater. Yes. Solid. Cute. She's a sweater girl. Very she, big sweater, big big scarf fan. Um, Just like a ruffly something. Yeah, she's girly girl, you know, a little yeah. bit. So yeah. that makes sense. Um, the first thing I have is Alana's Holy outfit. Holy shit! Please take it away. In the beginning, take it away. All right, it's amazing. I said she looks like a sexy ringleader. Yeah. Oh my! I oh my god, sex. <laughs> like a sexy, like, circus ringleader. Yes, like the greatest showman, she, but she's yeah. just fucking, oh my God. So she's in white slacks, a white vest, you know, that's yes. like nice and tight and just like buttoned up, and then a black and white striped blazer mm-hmm. with her hair sort of pinned to the side. But that, the blazer, like, the, uh, on top of like the stark white, it like, outfit. Great. She looked good. I wrote without flaw. A truly, yeah. Without flaw. Truly. Of course, the red lips, obviously. Yes. I mean, it just was, it, it's, I love it. I wonder if something like once you walk in, once you occupy the space of the Baltimore State Hospital, you just become this insane dandy. Yeah. Like, here I am in this space. Uh-oh, like, Uh-oh. just something's up. That's right, that's right. Get out my fanciest blazer. It was like, once I left Georgetown, shit got real. Yeah. Like, it was a yeah. rap dress hell there. It was a nightmare. <laughs> I was trapped in a fugue state of rap dresses. <laughs> rap dresses. It's wrapped up in my own dresses. Um, yeah. And then okay. Freddie doing some scandal shit. She's yeah. interesting. Her coat game is interesting this episode. No, yes. no animal print. No animal print, right? I know, and it's usually and it's and it's away from her starkly like um, blacks or like mm-hmm. grays and like leather, dark greens or whatever. Dark yeah. greens that she would do. It's like a red jacket. We mm-hmm. only, this first scene where she's like scandaling Will. It's like of like two frames of her, and then she goes away. Sure, yeah. And then it's like click click. But she's like she's, she's like a red coat with like a like a vest kind of like it's like kind of like okay. it's a red here, and I think the arms are a bit different. Okay, okay. I didn't clock it in that in that, those like couple scenes. Um, um, but later on, whenever she confronts Will, she's in. That was interesting. She's in an interesting little get up. The scene that we're gonna get to once once we finish this segment is Abby and Hanny. He's got a beautiful dark red and plaid. Beautiful. Nice. I didn't. Yeah, he he looks great there. And then she gives us like kind of like leaf blouse. 
Uh, see, I thought it was, um, I thought those were like butterflies or moths or something. Interesting. Okay. That's what it looked like to me, at least. They look like leaves I to me. I didn't look that close. I like the I, the symbolism of a butterfly more. Yeah, right. Than, than, than leaves. But I thought it was leafy. Um, but I, I hope you're right. No, I mean, I'm, now I'm curious. I mean, and then I loved how he dressed G.J. Gare Jacob Hobbs, G.J.H. in like a fucking like simple funeral suit, white shirt, black, sh- you know, white yeah. shirt, black suit, black tie. I again, this is, I want B-roll of Hanny like hauling in the cat slabs. I want B-roll of Hanny exhuming Gare Jacob Hobbs, yes, dressing yes. him. Yes. Like hauling him. Like I yeah, want cause, that. Because right, like. I had that thought. I was like, is he really here? Is this corpse really here? I had the same question. Or are we seeing I had the exact same question. Is this real? I don't know. It seemed like he would be far more decayed than he was. Well, he's all like embalmed and and shit. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they don't need his body to science. Maybe he was never like put in the ground and he was after the CSI people did him. He was just like sitting in like a freezer in the hospital somewhere. I can't find Abigail's outfit, but I found oh, yeah. um, Hanny's um, like orange and plaid <laughs> suit. Thing, th- this speaks so much to Mess Mickelson and to how he carries himself. That suit is like a clown suit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of his outfits are like very, very I- yeah. absurd. Yes. And yet. They don't look yet, absurd right, on him. He pulled it off. I know with the orange shirt and the like orange tie, and then it's an orange and like dark gray and or the, blue. The, and like the first episode, like the blue suit, like the, like the cream colored the cream. Right. It's really like Joker esque, like crazy purple. Yes. And yet you never for a second go like right that's off. crazy. Right. It fits him perfectly, which of helps. Of course. <sighs> yeah. Wow. It takes talent. Yes. Yeah. Takes guts. Takes balls, you might say. Oh, it takes big dangly <laughs> balls. You got to you got to suck them in though. You got to retract them. Okay. I have questions about that. Sure. Um can can uh, okay. Um ooh, and we talked about this like this is this is my real zaddy like you're mm. hitting my sweet spot. You're hitting my Kinsey scale sweet spot mm-hmm. right now with Francis with the polo. Mm-hmm. So there's that insane scene that we'll get to, and then it cuts the pans from the feet up, and then it's Francis, like freaking out in his memory, wearing a gr- simple gray polo, yeah. and his arms are perfect, and it oh, fits yeah. him perfect. At the and, dinner and, and, table. Yes. yes. And I'm like, that's it. Thank you. That's it. Thanks. I'll take that. Thanks so much. That encapsulates. Thank you. <laughs> All you gotta do is put boat shoes and put a cardigan and sunglasses on and put that's them on right. a yacht and thank you. Sold. <laughs> right. Oh, I thought the same thing, especially the highest bidder is me. The way it was fitting his it arms. Does. I was like, yes. Mwah. Yes. Oh. Amazing. Um, okay, wait, I had one more. Oh, Molly's outfit, whenever they're on the phone, she's in, like, just, like, some blue jeans. Yeah, and like her a tank and top. On the phone and, like, a pink tank top or something like that. Um, you know, keeping it simple, keeping it sexy for just a sexy convo with your husband, you know. Oh, yeah, love it. Um, and then Jack, again, looks great. He looks, looks so great. great. He, uh, this is this is within the CSI room, and you see Jack... He's got like a blue shirt, really nice tie, yeah. a plaidish suit. It kind of looks like he's letting his hair grow out too. Like a his hair bit, looks yeah. a little bit longer than it usually does. Usually has he has it pretty shaved, pretty close. I feel like. Yeah. But this, he had some curls going. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Lawrence is like, I'm gonna let this one go out for a little yeah, bit. Cute. Um, he's trying things now. Yeah, exactly. What, you think he's dating? You think he's like swiping left or swiping right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Hannibal sort of comments on that a little bit. You look younger. You look, yeah, you're dressing a little younger, a new person yeah. in your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was fucking with him with that. Um, Freddie's orange, question mark, jacket? 
Yes. Yeah, it was like another orange and like red. Is that plaid, I guess? Like checkered plaid-ish kind of a thing. It was like an orangey jacket, like an orangey coat. I keep saying jacket. Really, it's a coat. I mean, this is, you know, it's not a super close picture of it, but yeah, like a black and white and orange. Yeah, it looks great. Kind of like a a dress coat almost because it kind of goes out a little bit. Or it's kind of cinched at the waist with her belt. Yeah, exactly. The belt helps, and yeah, it has, she can tell she has like a little bit of a. I love that her hair is pulled back, by the way, too. Her hair looks nice in that scene. Like, I feel like it's pulled wow. back a bit more. There, there's something different to that's it in what, that scene. That's what I didn't like about it so much because they like straightened her hair. Mm. They like straightened it and then curled oh, it. Oh, was it straightened? Okay, typically is that what it is? her hair is like coily like this. It's like, all coily. Like, Got that's, it. Like okay. naturally, I feel like what she looks like. Yes. And whereas this is like where they took a flat iron and then like str- and then curled her hair. Interesting. In, you know. Well, you're saying that you know Freddie could have done that. Oh yeah, I'm saying they. Yeah, Freddie <laughs> could have. Are we not giving the? Them. Okay, so you're not liking the costume choices to to, to be her Freddie. Versus, um, I'm I'm saying Freddie made this choice. I. <laughs> you're it's obviously yours is the real reality of our reality. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the reality of the high right, of that's the right. show. No, I can play into that. No, I Freddie <laughs> I think made the incorrect hair choice. Got here. it. Okay. Um, okay. I enjoyed her natural hair. Okay. Her natural. Fair cla- enough. Coils. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then, oh, I'm blanking on her name. Regina Weasley from uh, Regina from uh, from True Blood. Didn't watch that. It, it, it's it. I stopped because it got too crazy. It was right amount of crazy and <laughs> okay. se- really sexy. It's basically like softcore. Oh, I heard it, it, was it was very day, sexy. Yeah. Um, and then it just got insane. When Where Panthers showed up, I was like. Check, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. Okay, I guess I guess we're going into nonsense world. Um, she had like a white coat, faux fur kind of a coat on the bus stop. There's oh. so much left in this episode. <laughs> I know, oh my god. Um, yes, right, right. And then at home, she has like a white blouse and cardigan, like maybe like a cardigan or something. Very like that. yeah, comfy. Looks like something I'd wear. I yeah, wanna, I, I want to wear that. Um, and then I wrote. I forgot about Abby's jacket. And there's oh, one last yes. thing. Like, that, the, like, double, is it double-breasted? It's like a weird, like, the neck, and it the, goes like, all the way over. It's got the, like, cowl neck situation. Yes. Yeah, it, it, like, is double-breasted, but it also has a, like, big neck to it. It's weird. It, I, yeah, I couldn't understand the purpose of it. <laughs> the neck, like, like the really wide collar, like, yeah. super straight out, though, it reminds him, like, a space suit. Like, you yeah. were like, 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 yeah, like, you, like when you watch like Armageddon and they don't have yes. their helmets on it and they have this like really wide collar. It's yeah, that. It's that. It's that. It's her space <laughs> suit. She's going to space, everyone. <laughs> Hannibal in space. Why haven't we talked about that, that before? Ha- no, we haven't. We haven't? Oh, I don't know. I'm that in. Should, that should occur. That should definitely occur. I want Hannibal in space now. It's Thank like you, cut please. to 2060 and we're it's like, on Mars. On now. Mars. <laughs> Hannibal's still like Hannibal's been like exhumed. He's been like yeah. defrosted. Yes, yes, and he's like still hot as ever. Oh, of course. Yeah, great. And um, it's like Will's kid. Now it's Will's kid who great. Who Will taught him the tricks. Will's actual kid because he did because he. Well, no, and no, no, not his actual kid. His okay. step kid, but he taught him how to see. Got right? it. Like he knew that he wasn't gonna have his own kid, but he great. thought this was important work, so he taught his kid how to see. See, I liked it. This is, since we're in the future. Yes. Winston has become sentient Ooh. and humanoid. 
And he's like a Yoda figure. Yes, he's like a rocket uh, from the MCU <laughs> figure. He's like a cybernetic <laughs> raccoon dog kind of uh, thing. Okay, so I was thinking of him like more like all knowing. Great, and... I love that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we can't go wrong with this. Right. right. Either way, it's going to be a great show. I Sign can't us wait up, to Hulu. It. Yeah, Brian. Brian, come on. Come Snatch on. us up. We're, we've been throwing so much fire. So much hot fire. <laughs> God. All right. Um, I think that's everything I got for co- costumes. Mm-hmm. All right. Same. I like Abby Hobbs's sweaters. Oh, oh, oh. Plit spray some blood as I hold your head. As I hold your head. I got a crazy double-breasted jacket. Spray it on the floor. Spray it on the walls. <laughs> I pull the blood. <laughs> What's he wearing? What's he wearing? Very good. Was that off the dome? Semi. Semi off the dome. Okay. Um, now we got the, the, the smell test. The smell. The sniff test. This is what I love. Like, she's living with him ostensibly. Like, she's living with him. They have, like, this is, like, their daily fucking life. Yeah. They get up, hands are going, like, you know, let me say, bring on some eggs today. Okay. Okay. Before we do that, like, enjoy your breakfast. All right. Put these blindfolds on. I'm going to have you smell something. Like, you can't turn the psychiatrist piece off. And he's, like, so. I'm like, okay, is it that you're so desperate to. He's trying to do the will thing, right? Like, to get you to be to like become your yes. true self, never be afraid to be who you are, sort of a thing. All these tweak exercises. Yes. Oh my God, this exercise. And I wrote, "Is this really his corpse?" I think it is. I am gonna be. I, I'm gonna say, team. No, it's not. Got it. Great. Yeah. Your argument. <laughs> my argument is that he would be. I think at this point, more decomposed. Um. I know, even with Do the you formaldehyde suggest and all she's that. she's shroomed him up? She's been shroomed up then. Mmm, mm, good, good question. Good point. Um, <laughs> it's not unlike Hannibal to sh- yeah. shroom her for, um, you know, psychological reasons yeah. and therapy reasons. So, sure. I, you know, it, you're on shrooms. That, that could look very real to you. Fair. I buy that. I would buy that. I would buy it either way. Yeah. I think he's real. Because I think that's just like the crazy things Hannibal would do, and I don't know how much time. Mm. This is because this, this is early, so right. So like, how much time has actually passed? I know, but like since the very first episode is when he died. You know what I mean? Three it's like, days. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> like it's that same week. Yeah. Um, before the five years later jump, did this all happen in a week, guys? <laughs> you know what? It, the totem I, pole in West Virginia. This all happened in a week. I, I'd buy it. <laughs> um. Ew, though, when he, she slices his neck, it's like formaldehyde grossness coming out. Yeah, That's she, what made she, like, me think it was real. And it just, like, all started gooing. Yes. If, 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 if she sliced his neck and, like, somehow it started bleeding, then I'd be like, got it. This is a sign that this is not actually happening. But because it was, like, formaldehyde nasty. Just, like, like, gushing out. Gushing out. And then I was like, oh, interesting. And then the, okay, I thought, I honestly thought this next scene was an ad at first because the cut from slice you dinner sequence immediately oh. it didn't have like fade in like commercial break right, right. at least on my viewing of it it I was like play. a hard cut yeah so all of a sudden hard cut to this dinner of always old people, old people. who we've never seen before right. i was like is this a fucking ad for like insurance <laughs> for, like, for like geico or something right. i genuinely thought i was like wait what 
great. Yeah, yeah. Market, oh. Marketers are getting good at this. I and guess. then it cut around to like young Francis with his cleft lip, and he's like freaking out. So I guess, I mean, we don't know who these people are, and I can't remember if we ever learned, but I'm guessing it's like his, his family. family, his grandparents, or something like that. I have that, to or... assume, yeah, he had this, and his family was really fucking bad about it. Especially it seems like his yes. grandmother was, like, really shaming Yeah, that shaming seemed like him. his grandmother, or maybe, I was like, maybe he, like, grew up in an old person's home, and maybe. this is, like, his yeah. grandmother and her friends, or something. Yeah, just it was like many... a Harry Potter figure, like, his aunt and uncle adopted yeah. him, but they're all shitty. There were just too many old people around the table for it to be, like, or it was, a, like, a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing. Oh, I love this. And instead of in bed, they're always at the they're dinner table. The they're <laughs> never, instead of Grandpa George and Jordina, right. always in bed, they're always at the they're dinner table. They're always sitting at the dinner table. I love dressed. that. They sleep there. So Whatever. does this kind of thing further your case to being a, a Francis Dollar Hat apologist? Are you Obviously. still... There's something that, that we'd learn later that really is going to be a chink in the arm. I wrote, is Melina, you still on, you still on his side, Melina? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm always, always going to be on on the Red Dragon's side. Yeah, of course, you know, he, he was bullied from a young age by his own family. That's hard. That's hard to get over. You can tell that he's insecure. You know, you can tell that he just wants to, you know, have a connection with someone. <laughs> he's like, neck tendons. Yeah, oh, like, the next is like, <laughs> It's like his neck is flaring out. Yeah, he looks like the Red Dragon. He's really, he is becoming himself. I'm just so proud of him. Piggybacking on our Phantom Menace talk earlier, the CGI on that tail was not very good. Not good. No, it looked like... <laughs> it looked no, bad. It looked... I, I thought, no, Brian, this is... That ain't it, honey. Budget. But where where did the budget go? It just looked like someone went to, like, Michael's, got a couple yards of fabric, stuffed it full of, like, stuffing, and were just, like, wagging it back there. Well, see, I thought it was, like, shitty CGI. To me, it looked real. It looked like shitty real. It looked like a kid like created it or something. Yes. Um, then it cuts to. I wrote bot Kate. <laughs> Box. Box, not bot. My handwriting is shit. Box Kate, the dog. Oh, the kitty. So he strangled a cat. Let's... Oh, the box with the cat. And okay. I wrote, You still on his side, Melina? <laughs> As a cat owner, um, you know what? As a cat mama, I, I, you know, sometimes I, you know, I can relate. Wow. The cat, wow. the cat starts acting up. You know, they come at you, they take a swipe at you, they're ungrateful for the food you give them, and this you is know, wild. you just. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. but at least he put a little flower between his paws. No, no, that he, that's the family did that. Yeah, the family okay, did yeah, that. Never mind. That was um, heartbreaking. But he, at least he gave that family something to connect over, you know? The loss of a, of a pet can be hard, and <sighs> it really brings a family together. So good for him for giving oh, the family wow. that opportunity. Wow. <laughs> I love Bryce. Bryce is like, motherfucker. Yeah, he's like, fuck this guy. He's like, and Z is like, he killed children. And right. Z and Bryce is like, I prefer animals yeah. to kids. Yeah, I don't like, fucking give a shit. I'm sh- fond like, of cats. Fuck the kids. So. <laughs> it's like, piece of shit. Mother fuck God. the kids. He killed a cat. This motherfucker's going this guy's down. guy's gotta go down. And then he stabbed the dog. The dog's okay. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Thank God. Thank goodness. At least we have someone surviving this motherfucker. <laughs> that weak ass cat couldn't live. Little bitch. Oh, poor old Kate. <laughs> poor Kate. What a name for a cat, by it's, the way. Was that its Kate? name? Yes, Kate. Oh, okay. I thought you just misspelled cat on your notes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that Kate there. It's a cute little black and white Kate. Misspelled. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Oh my god, no, the box said Kate on oh, it. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I missed that. <laughs> the box said Kate on it. Yeah, that's what a what a name for an animal. Although my growing up my family had dogs that had like human names. Actually my cats still have like human names. Right now? Uh, my back at home, my yeah, my mom's oh, cats. Oh, I was like, your your cats definitely. Don't. My cats, one hundred percent, do not. Um, but my cats back home, their names are Hunter and Austin. Wow, interesting. Yeah, and then I had a dog growing up named Jacob. I feel like I don't know what this is. Boy names for animals can like regular names can, yeah. can like kind of you can like they sound yes. better than like Kate. Have you ever met an animal named Jack? Oh, yeah. Jack's a pretty yeah. normal dog name. Okay. My sister's cat's name Oliver. I feel like that would be really weird if I met, a, like, a parrot named Melina <laughs> or something. Wow. So you went to parrot first. <laughs> what does that mean? Say more. You know, exotic, fun, like, Last smart. Lives forever. Lives forever. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like a like who would name their dog Melina, but um, a parrot maybe. I will. We'll name our next dog Melina. <gasps> Yay. Thank you. Um... Our cat growing up, we had a cat from when I was like in kindergarten through when I was in college, named Kiki. And for the first two weeks of her life, her name was, or of her, us having her, mm. her name was Gloria after Gloria oh. Stefan. Because my sister loved, we loved Gloria Stefan. She's like, let's name her Gloria. And oh we did it. And then like God. two weeks later, we're like, this, this, this doesn't this work. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> no. Oh, I love that. Though. Get on your feet. Stand up. And make it happen. Sign me. I mean, an icon, obviously. Oh, uh, yes. Um, and then Will's in the woods with the, like, weird glyph on the tree. Yes, right, because he's trying to get into his mind, right? He, like, finds a little spot where, like, clearly he's staking out the, the family's home. He just, like, goes into these crime his willy-nilly. Willy-nilly. Um, and this is where Freddy, right? This is where he runs yeah. into Freddy. I love he goes, you're trespassing, Freddy. <laughs> Bitch, so are you. You are, too. No one asked you to be here. You don't work for the FBI anymore, motherfucker. Right. You're just some <laughs> random man who's, like, looking at things. Um, yeah, but, right, the glyph. I couldn't recall the significance of the glyph at the moment. Hit, hit us with an email. We'll find out two episodes That's from now, right. probably. Great. It's some Great. kind of rune. Sorry, Hermione. We didn't study. Rune. We're not in study of ancient runes. <laughs> um, oh, right. Yeah. I, so I wrote, they straightened Freddy's hair. How dare they? Oh, amazing. Uh, <laughs> anyway. What if you found out that her curly hair is fake? fake. The actress's was, was curly hair. Wig. Oh, let's listen. Wait. Was she wearing a wig the whole time? Holy shit. This is like a Viola Davis in can't get, how, to, how to get get away with murder move. Yeah, that's She's right. Had a wig the like whole in time. front of her vanity, just like taking off her makeup and then like taking her wig <laughs> this, off. This is a this is a Shit's Creek. She's got a she's got a Shit's Creek level just fucking wall full of wigs. Wall full of red wigs. They're all red. They're all red. They're all red. Yeah. And they're like a page boy, yeah. a, a pixie. Yeah, like Come a on, real, like a share yeah. like length, like Amazing. long red wig. Oh, that that would yeah. be that would be. Holy sh! Now I want nothing more than yes. for Freddie to have just floor length That's hair. Right. <laughs> Someone Photoshop that Please. and make that happen. Everybody, do us a favor. I bet she looks fantastic. Put her entangled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so so right, he's confronting he's confronting her. And he says, "You called us murder husbands. husbands." She goes, yeah. "You all ran away to Italy together." Like what? Like else? correction, he ran away to Italy, and Will found Will <laughs> sailed after him. That's right. So it's even more romantic. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> um, she's just feisty. She's like, he's like, you went into my hotel room, no hotel room, 
It felt like a hotel. Into my hospital room, pulled away the, the the sheets and took a picture of me with my temporary colostomy bag. Then she's like, "I put a black box over your junk, a big black box." <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" Oh, but, yeah, she's like, "You're welcome." You're welcome. <sighs> so then I was like, "Okay, is the insinuation that he has a big dick, or is it that he has an average sized dick?" And she decided she yes. put a big black box there. To insinuate he has a big dick. Yes. I think and it was that one. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> well, that's, that's very crazy. But, like, what what would sell more papers? Like, the idea that, like, the one half of the murder husbands has, like, a tiny penis? Or that he has, like, actually, like, a very large penis? And then you get to imagine well, that. That's, I don't, I don't think it's neither. <laughs> that's, like, it's crazy that you're sitting there going, okay, here's a naked will. I, 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 I could put a regular size black box. I don't think he's like m- 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 micro dick. Maybe he does. I don't know. Maybe he does. Sure. Maybe he does. Um, and I, I, I refuse to believe it. I can't. To each their own. Right. Great. You know, to quote Jude Van Everyfield, I love all bodies. <laughs> I love all bodies. <laughs> but wait, she was like, okay, I could do this. But, I could but put you know a regular black box over it. But instead, I'm going to purposely put no, a gigantic no. box over it. I think, no, I think. That makes sense. It's, it's it more makes scandalous. Sense. I think it's, it's more scandalous. She's trying to sell. Listen, title crime is in print now. Yes, print. thank you. Thank you. I You're was <laughs> shocked by that. Tattle, even though print is dying I, by I, the second. I wrote that. I wrote title crime is in print. <laughs> title crime is in print now. She needs to sell those papers. What so the f- you get you put a large black box over Will Graham's dick. I mean, that's, that is, that seems like the natural choice to me. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's, yeah. I think that's, I think it's, I just think it's crazy. Well, Put a regular size box. No one will think about it. They'll look at his like gut wound and his costume bag and go, wow. And then keep I reading the article. Know. I don't. I don't know. I think it, putting something abnormally big there is like a focus pull. It's like, no, I, I want you to look at his dick. As opposed to something yeah. normal size that you would then, that you would then just look at and move on from. Listen, she is all about or he's like, a big dick, which scandal, I want to believe. Scandal and gossip and like all of that. Like, why not start the rumor that Will Graham has the world's largest dick? I wish he. I love that he. I want to believe the world where he actually does though, because we've been talking about BDE sure. and he has doesn't have much of it. Sure. And I love that he like all of that BDE and he's got a fucking like. Yeah, he's third got like he's, he's got a fucking like he's on like a fucking horse or something. Who's God? Who's the fucking Henry the, Cavill? No, the German. Um, in X Men, he plays Magneto. Oh, Fastbender. Fastbender. Yeah, fast he has like a Fastbender like level. Dick. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Like, Liam Neeson level, <laughs> or Willem Dafoe, that yes. is confusingly large. Confusing. Hard. You can't make. Sense You're like, wait a second. This, this causes on. dissonance now. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, I want to live in that world. Yes. Sure. And that's why he got Margot pregnant. Because of his ball. Because of his, oh my God, the fucking ball conversation. All right, we'll get there. Now it's Routina Weasley from True Blood. I was like, I I wrote, I forgot about her. Two episodes in a row now where there's a female character who I've completely forgotten about. She was actually the only thing that I could truly recall about this storyline, about the Red Dragon story. I remember it now. It all all came back to me once I saw her. I was like, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she works in a dark room, and she keeps a, a little basket of plums in there with her. It's the most random fruit, okay. by the way. It's very random, like not apples, not even like little cutie like oranges or something like that. Yeah, plums. plums. 
I love a plum. I never oh, eat a plum, plum, but I always like a plum if it's I good. Know, right? Isn't that a shame? They can like, be a bit too tart if they're not ripe. But with yes. the, if a plum is good, it's really good. It's really good. I just never fucking eat a plum. It's like an apricot. I love. Yeah. She's like, I only collect stone fruits that aren't peaches. <laughs> I got nectarines in here, apricots, yeah. and plums. And plums. <laughs> Fuck peaches. Uh, um. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I've lost my. Mr. Okay, D. He wants like dark. He wants like infrared film. I still. So let's back up. I still don't know what this place is. Like, is this this is his work? I'm guessing they're colleagues. I don't know. I tried to read whenever he was back in the cafeteria, like reading Tattle Crime. There was like w. something in the windows. Yeah, exactly. It's like a big lettering. Big lettering. Almost was like big W. It's like this is like Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> It might as well this fucking Batman. Be. He might as well work for yeah Wayne Enterprises <laughs> up in some high rise somewhere. I was like, I can't fucking. I tried to look around the other people to see how they were dressed. It didn't make any sense. And I, 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 I'm sure, it's I'm, I'm sure we'll find out soon. Right. I don't even know where they are. We don't know where they are. They're in somewhere in the north because it's cold. Yeah. She's at a bus stop, so it has some sort of public transit. <laughs> Great. Um, that really narrows it down. But I know. we don't know where they are yet. I, I I just want to know where they work. That they they have a dark room, and a giant cafeteria. I don't know. I have a question to ask you. Okay. If someone's um you know trying to do you a favor, hey can I can I explain to you? And you're like, no, it's really no big deal. And they're like, you know, I insist, like no big deal. It's for my pleasure. <laughs> that just seals the deal for you, right? Oh, you go right along with that. Yes. You, and then you this say, This random oh, man who oh, I met a minute ago. Right. Yeah. And he went, it's for my pleasure. Right. Especially getting into a van with him in the middle of the night. Yep. And he says, it's for my pleasure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't see a reason why you don't get in the van. Great. So, yeah. I agree. That's yeah, and she chose to get into the van, right? So if something happened to her, it's her fault, it's right? Her, that's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's her, she, God, I was like, right? How is this? She must be like really, uh, like she has be that, sweet like, on him or something. Th- this is when I'm like, oh, is this going to be this like trope of like, I have a disability, therefore I have like magical powers, like because yeah. she was blind, like Sabrina, he, like her little friend, y- yeah. The cunning, yeah, the which cunning. Every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Roz. Um, but like, is this, is this what this is insinuating? Like, she has a sense about people and she could tell. Which, by the way, mm. you can't because he's a fucking murder man. Like, yeah, truly. <laughs> but um, like, you know, is that what like we're supposed to like? Otherwise, I'm like, what are you doing? I think it has to be like, she can just sense from like how he moves and how he speaks that like he's a good deep down or something well, like, like that. And, and I think she was, she like she said, she's like, she liked the fact that he didn't shoot her with kid gloves. Sure. She didn't have any, he didn't have any sympathy in his voice for her. Yeah. yeah. Which I respect her for saying that and I love that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it just take a level of caution, you know, like maybe not get in his van, like maybe say, hey, can we just meet up for coffee tomorrow or something like that? Like, yeah. no, please don't drive me home. Like it's so, I don't want you to know where I live. Like it's so Well fine. then she's like coming for a drink. She was like, I want to give you a drink. I want to give you a drink and some pie. He eats, by the way, speaking of another, this is two episodes in a row where we're going to have an Inception reference. He eats like Leo does in the opening scene of Inception. Oh, he's When just he's like, like an shoveling. old man dragged in off the beach oh, and like yeah. 
Ken, Ken Watanabe is like, oh, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, an old man filled with regret. And Leo's like, <laughs> yes, it's absolutely like, devouring. Like bent over the table, like shoveling it in like a fucking maniac. <laughs> That's yeah. how he eats his pie. Yes, I know. After she like <laughs> she like very gracefully like cut it and it was like a beautiful, beautiful piece. like star shaped short crust on the top. Like, very clearly, nice. Like really like Great British Bake Off level, like yeah. really nice. Handed it to him and he just like shovels it in. Um, that's okay. You know, he's a great red dragon. You don't have to, you know, learn how to hold a knife like a really fancy way to be Yeah. I will say though, this is this this is a, a, a Chip and your apologist Francis Dollarhide thing. Yes, I do appreciate. I I I respect his shooketh nature when she mentions wanting to be a speech therapist, and mm. this is coming from a speech pathologist. Mm-hmm. I totally respect him being like, oh, fuck that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I and I couldn't. I, I was really wondering about this. It's like, oh, is he is he shooketh because he then thinks she's gonna kind of. Judge and or has been kind of yeah, picking, like apart picking apart and kind of coding speech. at what he needs. Like, oh, right. I I hear all of your things, right. which like I totally get. As an SLP, I can turn that off sometimes. I like, turn it off. Like you hear someone, you're like, got it, you got can, it, right, got exactly. it, got it. I've diagnosed you, you in my head that. already, and I already know mm-hmm. what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, like, is he doing it because that or and or? Because he's had shitty speech therapy in the past. And he's like, oh, oh sure. yeah. I've had some bad, bad experiences. experiences. Which, yeah. as a person who stutters, who tries to go against the grain of shitty speech therapy. Because yeah. for stuttering especially, there is some, there, there still is, and there has been, especially in the past, shitty speech therapy. Yeah. And I think for Cleft Lip and Pout, there definitely has been as well. Like, right. blow this ball across the table and, like, yeah. try and do all this shit. And it's going to be very stigmatizing and very, yeah. like, shame-inducing, all yeah. this bad stuff. So, like, I was like, all right, you know what? I see you. I, Francis, I see you, that you're yeah. shook by this. Right, right. And I mean, she does her best sense. to kind of, like, I think you speak fine a little bit. I think she's a bit heavy-handed with, with, with her response to him. Yeah, but maybe that's what he, he needs. needed I to think hear, so. like, something that was, like, explicit and heavy-handed. I think that's that was fair. Like, because if you're she was fine. A, I hear you. I like hearing what you have to say. Like, yeah. keep speaking if you want. He, he must need that because... She was treating he was tre- she was treating him with full respect and listening to him throughout. Yeah. Show don't tell. Yeah. And he couldn't get that because he's so in his own head with shame. Yeah. Whereas she got that he wasn't treating her. He just yeah. she sensed that like you, you look at me like a person, and she sensed that. Whereas mm-hmm. he needed to be told. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Cool. I know. I thought about you when she said she wanted to be a a speech yeah therapist. And- I was like, all right. Um, he does good voice work, Richard Armitage. He's doing. He does really good voice work with this. Yeah, you just think. like capturing the way he, his s resonances, the way he, yeah. the way his resonance of his voices, all that is really good. Yeah. Okay. He does good. a really good job. Good. He must have had a good speech coach or something like something that. Something like that. And cranial facial stuff is not my specialty at all. I had. I can't say that I'm an expert on that. Yeah. But from what I know, he sounds really good. Nice. And then there's like cut to phone sex. Ooh, yes, yeah. Um, first of all, I, he says, I'm lonesome. Like, okay. You just say, like, I'm lonely. You know what I mean? Like, who says I'm lonesome? He does. I'm lonesome. She says, I'm feeling randy. And he says, me too. Yeah, he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's like oh, zip, shit, let's right? get after it. Um, yeah, she said, no, R- I, Randy's the new dog. He's got huge balls. He's a sweet-looking boxer. So he cute. He's so sweet. 
He has huge balls, and he's like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> it's like a fun scene. Him. Like, and he's genuinely laughing. Yeah, this is one of this. Is pro- this might be the first time we've seen Will genuinely like fucking laughing. Yeah, in a, we've in seen a him like lot. chuckle, like almost like in like a dark humor, like kind of way. Yes, but he's like fully let his guard down with her, yeah. and I'm like. I had a thought, and I was like, "Oh, she's about to die, isn't she? Like, oh, this is okay. too good. Are good, too good. You're yeah. right. Like, this is like the Star Wars. The good things can't good happen things in here. Can. <laughs> That's right. You get to be happy for five minutes, and then you have to die. Um, no, yeah, but okay. Talk about this conversation. This is this is this is this is, this is a podcast. It's talking balls. We're talking. We're talking testes. Just talking. Welcome back to talking testes with Will and Molly. I just, like, had never goes, have I ever turned to Perry. Never have I ever. Never have <laughs> I ever. Yeah, let's, you know, got your drink ready. Never have I ever turned to Perry and said, can you retract your balls? Oh, I have t- turned to Perry. Oh, yeah, you didn't ask him that? Okay, great. <laughs> Please let me know what he said. No, because you can't. Oh, Unless okay. it's really cold. You can't just go. You can't just, like, make the choice? No, you can't. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. You cannot. There okay. is, you cannot go. Got him. All right, all right. Pull, like, Squeeze it there in. There isn't like a muscular like crane, like rat. Bring it on <laughs> yeah, up, everybody. Suck it up. You can't do that if it's cold. Like shrinkage is a thing. That was a whole Seinfeld episode. Sure. Yes. Yeah. I that, that, that. That's yeah. all real. If it's really cold, all things change. So it ha- It's it's. But it's not something you can go like. It's oh, not a right. choice, right? You it can't just be occurs. like, got it. it. It occurs. It occurs. So he's like, I did it once, running over a barbed wire, jumping yeah. over a fence. I was like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Stolen watermelon? Yeah. I like, I sucked it up. Like, what? I don't. Now, of course, I'm going to go home and be like, can I? Try. I know. I was going to say, maybe you just don't know how and you really can. I got to do those Kegels. I got to really, like, I got to strengthen the I got to start start doing some lifts. You got to. I listen. I don't know. Some clean and jerk. Clean and jerk. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, wow, I, I. Uh, okay, I'm just learning new things. I don't know. He has to retract them to run because they're so big. And uh, they're laughing. It's so sweet. And, uh, and then, of course, he adopted the the sweet little doge. Other dog. This yeah. adorable little hound dog. Yeah. So pretty. So cute. I was like, their house must just be overrun at this so point. So many dogs. Because he already had, I mean, we cut back to, like, the previous episode, like, six Six dogs. or <laughs> seven dogs. So and then how they got Randy. And then, and then, and then they're going to have the sweet doge. I love... I love Molly. She's like, you're a sweet man. Yeah. You're doing the right thing. I know it's costing you. Yeah. And like, ugh. Supportive. It's yeah. nice. So supportive. And then cut to Will at a dream. Like, he's just like yeah. freaking out as the tooth fairy, I guess, in the dream. Yes. Right. Covered in blood, right? I'm trying to yes. remember what the dream was about. So yes. yeah, and then he wakes up like sweaty Betty as usual, <gasps> which is like never a good sign. Well, yeah. Full sweat. <gasps> he wakes up. He's like, fuck. <laughs> Um, and then, is it Hanny and Jack are talking? Yes, Jack visits. Right. I wrote, what is the purpose of this visit? Yeah, right. Jack shows up. You're feeling younger. And he goes, Will uh, never thinks better than when he's with you. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. See you, Hannibal. And he leaves. Right. Because, I mean, does he does he not think that? Surely he knows that Will's already been to visit Hannibal. So they're already talking and he's already mm-hmm. in that mindset. And so it's not like you need to get Hannibal on board to work with Will. I mean, he clearly yeah. is, like, happy to have him around. So, so yeah, why? I think it was just a story point. I mean, I think I just guess, to like, bring these two We need to have these together. two guys together. We need to sum up this sum this up. Yeah. I did like Hanny's line, like, it would be more honest if you just ate his brain out of his skull. <laughs> 
I was like, you're one to talk. But I like that. Hannah was like, listen, like, oh, you're back to your ways. You're going to use his mind and just use his, like, eat him up. Like, yeah. just, just just use him as a means to an end. Yeah. And yeah. Jack's like, yeah, I am. Man. Man. Learned no lessons. No lessons. No. I mean, of course, he's never been truly out to, like, look out for, for Will. I mean. No. We knew that whenever he came a call into his house a couple episodes ago. And it was like, I guess he's, he's not, yeah. not going to look out for him. I guess he's like, the need is too great. Guess what? We can't I mean, catch this motherfucker. it's always going to be too great. I mean, what the fuck? Of course it is. But whatever. Like, you couldn't have just used Hannibal. Clearly, Hannibal knows more about this man than Will does or, or is like knows it faster. Yeah, so. but I guess Hannibal will never talk to Jack. Hannibal's like, fuck uh, yeah, you, Jack. Yeah, I guess that's true. So maybe he would talk to Will so get Will involved. Ugh. Yeah. Will's the only person he'll open up to. Alana he doesn't trust. Chilto, fuck Chilto. Yeah. Like, all these people. I so hope he's, he's like, okay. indeed. What's Chilton up to? I hope he's, he's on just a like, beach somewhere. He's on his book tour. He's just <laughs> yeah, like, that's true. he's working on his colon. Pushing his lies. Um, yeah. Maybe, like, yeah. I guess in the reality of the world, story-wise, the purpose of the visit was we need these two characters together to sum some shit up. Yeah. But he was there for such a short time, and then he left, and I'm like, did he drive to Baltimore for this? Yeah. And so now I'm now I'm thinking, like, maybe he was there visiting Alana on some other uh, FBI business. Sure. And I was like, I'll stop in to I'll see pop Hannibal. I'll in. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to, try sure. to like, justify it. <laughs> sure. Um, and then it cuts to Will, not Will, Hanny cooking peppers. Yes, the flashback to the they know phone call. I love how Hanny says, hello. <laughs> I didn't even really think. Landline rings. Ring, 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 ring. He goes, hello. <laughs> yeah, you think it'd be like Dr. Lecter. Yeah, or like, like hello. Or right. like something. Just yeah. hello. hello. Very like friendly. Hello. Well, you know, he's like, what do I have to worry about? I'm just making dinner. Hello. I know. And he's like, all right. And then she has piles of carrots. Just piles of piles of peppers and tomatoes and piles of carrots. What are they making, a stew? Ratatouille? I don't know, a stew maybe? Probably mm-hmm. stew. Probably a stew. Because it was winter as it always is. That's true. It was like snowing. Rainy night, or snowy night. Um, Love a good stew. And then, yeah, there's that. And she, he's like, go upstairs. We're going to hunt now. Go upstairs and wait. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, we got to go. We got to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, no. No. Not without Will. I love in these flashbacks they clearly put um, Hannibal in a like a hairpiece because his hair is shorter now. Whoa, yeah, interesting. And so it it definitely looked like a, a hairpiece. That's interesting. I assume they probably shot the. I actually didn't think about it until now, so I said I assumed as if I thought about it until right now. No, I know. I th- thought they might have just shot it earlier. Sure, right. But. Did it look like a hairpiece? I would love it. It if did. It, it kind of did. I know because I had that same thought too. I was like, maybe they just shot and they only edited it down and are only showing us this. But yeah, um, but we're gonna get these scenes out of the way. And yeah. Now we're gonna cut your hair and do the rest of it. It looked a bit too much like a piece. I would love that. So I was like, well, at least they they were committed to the continuity just of like his hair. Making like we, we got five episodes left and we're out the door. We gotta <laughs> just making choices. We gotta just like somehow make it work, everybody. Yeah. And Alex Sargent gluing bits of hair to <laughs> That's a reference no one's going to yeah, get. Yeah, no one understands. Nobody. Um, and then the last scene is, yeah. call from your return, Dr. Lecter. And he goes, thank you. I love his, like, thank manners you. are always important for yeah, him. right. Yeah. No, hello. Oh, and then it's thanks. Francis calling. He's like, oh, Dr. Lecter. <laughs> Yeah, he, yeah, and he's like, oh, you're the only one who knows what I'm becoming. And he's like, genuinely, genuinely, like, interested. He's like, great. Oh, okay. Um, what are you becoming? Great. I want to know. Yeah, I want to know. Do you want to do it? No, you do it. <laughs> great red dragon. 
Yes. And then he's like this little smile. Yeah. And he's like, great. Yeah. I, and I was like, oh, oh this is This is fun. <laughs> this is now interesting. I've been now so it's bored. Getting, this is real. real. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay. Yes. We got it. We did it. We did it. This did episode it. wasn't much because we had a half an hour talking about Star Wars. That's all right. You know. So listeners, stay tuned to the Avengers level after the credit sequence. We'll do our credits, do our theme song, and then we'll just keep talking Star Wars. <laughs> just keep talking Star Wars. Um, I did love the little, little, little bit of Alien. The blah, 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 oh, the little, like, yes. That was fun. Bobo Frick or whatever. Bobo Frick. That was great. <laughs> On board. Um, yeah, and the little robot. The, the new little robot friend. Oh, yeah. Like, um, IMP, or whatever his name is. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, no, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I respected that. I really... I meant to say, that. all my introverted friends, like, I respect him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touch him. No, 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 thank you. No, no, no thank you. <laughs> no, 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 thank you. Like, <laughs> so I was so like, Blythe, do you like this robot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, please follow us on Twitter. We love our Twitter community. It is a fun place at S Butcher's Pod is our handle. Don't forget we gotta rate the episode too. Oh fuck fuck these credits. Forget the credits. I'll say it later. Rate the episode. Thank you, Melina. Yes. Thank you for holding thank you for holding me accountable. No problem. I just didn't want to let that very important piece it of is this a very show. Piece. How 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 would you, you know, rate fall it? Away. Please. Um man, you know, right off the top of the dome, I think that I am gonna give it eight out of ten. Eight out of ten slices of pie. Um, you know, I think that what it really had going for it was that I, I loved seeing Freddie again. Um, Mm -hmm. she's always fantastic. I loved the fact that Tattle Crime is now in print. I mean, she's clearly making things happen for herself. Um, we got a peek into like maybe a little bit of, of Dollar Hyde's background. Like Mm -hmm. that's dope. Um, Will and his like tweak sex talk with his wife. Um, I mean, it had some funny moments. The flashbacks are, are pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. That's just a gut feeling. 8 Fair. out of 10. Fair. Um, I'm giving it 10 out of 10. I'm going to stick with it. Whoa. Part of me was like, give it a 9, Jack. And I'm like, no. no. I'm going to give it a I Watching it last night, I thoroughly had a great time watching great. it. I enjoyed it from a story perspective. Mm-hmm. I loved the flashbacks. I thought that was yes. a great example of this show doing what it does best, which is show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. Of just want letting us see these these moments, um, yes. really filling out this character, and it shows the complexity of Hannibal because, in a way, you know, yes. Hannibal is was there like she knows she's a murderer, so there's no front of like I'm I'm a normal person, right. and yet there's this weird, not tenderness, but just like these different levels to him, which are all yeah. kind of equally valid. It's just fascinating. Like this, yeah. that's why that's what makes his character so interesting. Um, um, so I loved all of those. Yeah. I love the dollar high stuff. I, I like that we're getting more kind of more filled out with who he is and his relationship yeah. with other people. So he isn't just like freaking out in his attic. Like he's right. actually in dialogue with, with, with other people. Love the dick talk. I thought, thought that was hilarious. Um, totally forgot about it. And I was like, uh. what is this now? This is like, it didn't feel like Hannibal, which I enjoyed. Um, and Alana being a bad and Alana being a badass bitch was very satisfying. Always welcome. So satisfying. Always. Um, so yeah, ten out of ten piles of carrots. Piles of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, I love that. Good. Yeah, it's right. If you enjoy it and you Loved I it. mean you know, ten out of yeah. ten, why and not? And I rated the previous one low because it felt like yes. a pilot. And so this was this was satisfying. Yes, and I felt better about the previous episode, so I feel like, you know, 
We've evened it out. We've evened it out. Okay, now so we can again, do your you heard it previously, but I'll say it again. Follow us on Twitter at ethbutcherspod. Theethicalbutchers.com is our website, but don't visit it because there's no reason to. There's nothing there. Um, and ethicalbutcherspodcast at gmail.com is our email. We love to hear from our listeners. Yes. On Twitter or at email. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Or both. I don't come know. Who cares? Do what you want. Whatever. Come knock on our front door. I don't care. I want to hear from you. <laughs> Um, please don't try but, to find out where I live. Listen, but please don't knock out my This episode is recorded, mixed, edited by us, the Butchers, Melina and Jack. Theme music and um, outfit music by Sean Hills. Outfit music. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word costumes, costumes at the moment. I mean, it technically, they technically are outfits. <laughs> All right, fuck you. Oh logo God, designed amazing. by logo designed by John Larson. Tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom, y'all. Quack, quack, boom. All right, well, not that. (laughs) Later, everybody. Bye.